You're listening to GF1 Studios. Let's go! This show started. Alright, here we go. From here on out, this is probably the one on the show. Okay. Yep. Welcome everybody to GF1 Lounge, guys. This is another episode. We have done this will be my third episode doing this, so I'm getting I think I'm getting the hang of this. I think I I think. I don't know. I'm good at winging it, so I've been told I'm good at winging it. Um Yeah, that's what we tell you. That's what you tell me. You know, this bullshit, but, um, if you're doing, um, this episode, we're joined by Mist, this, this, today we're joined by Mist, another co-host on the Future One Podcast, I'm Mist, how's it going? Hello, I'm actually doing fine, had a bunch of chicken last night, and, um, ooh, it was garlic parmesan, nice. uh, pizza hut, I, I've been getting into, like, the garlic parmesan chicken yeah, lately, yeah, yeah, I like, like, garlic parmesan wings, they are delicious, yeah. Yeah, I remember I got these wings at this, like these frozen wings at a store, and they're really good. And they remind me of Little Caesars wings. Ooh, that's actually what started it. No joke, the Little Caesars garlic wings. Yeah, Ooh, oh, those they're are good. Yeah, they're delicious. Because I remember I first got them, and it's like, I don't even got the things in ranch. It's just so good without you dipping in none anything. It just tastes so good. I actually got my dad hooked to them because uh, he's he's a chicken fan. I mean, yeah. he's. From Mississippi, chicken fan. Yeah. And I, I left a couple and I was like, I got you a little treat. And typically he likes chicken, but he's kind of like, you know, if I don't eat a snack, it's okay. But I was like, no, no, dude, try these. All <laughs> of a sudden I hear him running up the stairs. He's like, these are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's really good. They are delicious because I tried them. I was like, Damn, what the fuck? These things are... They, they, I was like, these wings shouldn't be good, but they're good. I don't know if it's Little Caesars. Little Caesars does it better, but I tried it in different spots like Applebee's. It doesn't taste the same. It's just not the same. It just tastes like they just took more like butter and and just like they took some they just dipped that shit. They just dipped that shit in butter and sprinkled some Parmesan cheese on top. Like it feels yeah. like like Little Caesars legit feels like they just took it and they just trenched it. Not only they trenched it, but they gave you the they gave you the the sauce. They literally gave you the sauce on top of it. So that's what made it better. Yeah, and the Pizza Hut one. All right. My only critique for the Pizza Hut one is kind of what you're saying about the Little Caesars one. It just needs a little more sauce. The sauce is banging. It's the- just not enough. If you if you add the sauce, see here's the thing, and people, I judge me. I don't give a fuck. I take when I eat, I get Little Caesars pizza. When I'm done with the wings, I dip that pizza in there, and it just it, it it's really good. I'm one of those two where it's like a lot of times, even though I love bread uh, bread sticks, I do, but. You know, sometimes I don't want to get breadsticks because breadsticks can be kind of expensive. expensive. So why don't so like, it, it, the yeah. crust, this life hack, the crust is a breadstick. There you go. <laughs> if, for those of you who don't like pizza crust, turn it into a breadstick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because that's what it is. It's just a breadstick. If you guys look at crust differently, it is a breadstick. It is. It is. Basically, that's all it is. I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of breadsticks, but I understand. I remember when I was little, I loved them. And then as I grew older, I was like, uh, they get me full before I eat the pizza. I don't want it no more. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they give you a lot of breadsticks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like, then you got to eat the pizza, and it's like, I can't uh, eat you, yeah, you're bloating, and then you're bloated, and you're just like, I can't eat this no more. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I remember back in the day when I could, like, like, eat a lot of food. Like, I'm, once you get, I, I, it's funny. Like everybody look at me like, oh, you're so big, you must eat a lot of food. Like, yeah, but I got into the age now where, you know. I don't eat a lot of stuff. I, I get full, and when I get full, I'm done. You know. Yeah, this isn't like, oh, I'll just burn up in a few. No, no. it's like, leave me alone. It sticks. <laughs> <laughs> it sticks. It's not like your metabolism is different. Like it sticks now, and I'm like, I can't do that shit no more. But but yeah, because I used to like. There's this Mexican restaurant up the street from my house. It I've been going there my whole life, and I love their nachos. I am a nacho girl. Love nachos. But I'm also kind of a nacho snob because I eat so many. But they do like the whole like each layer has like stuff. So it that oh I love them so much. And that's also who I know who's cooking because sometimes they'll they will skimp and it'll just be like bare naked chips and then they put everything on top of it. It's like, no, do do that again. I know somebody called the actual cook because you guys did that wrong <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh so you're like johnny depp in uh once upon a time in mexico like yeah this is too bad i gotta go back and get the chef you know <laughs> uh, yeah it's like don't play me I- i'm paying 12 dollars for this do not give me some bare naked chips <laughs> but here's the thing like when i was a kid and we eat them yeah it was still a lot but i would kind of power through it but as I get older and do it, it's like that's my meal for the weekend. That's it. Yeah. Here's you know what, and like I said, this is a podcast. As you know, on this podcast, I just want to let everybody know on this podcast, I just everything happens random. So the questions may come at different spots, and we're on food right now. So I didn't do, I don't do food on the show, but shit, well, let's do it today. Um, question: What food? Because I, I have this problem too. What food that you probably ate as you loved as a kid, but it's like I, we're gonna get into candy too. What food did you like as a kid, but you're just like, nah, I don't like it now? Ooh, okay. I gotta really think about this because I had a weird childhood. I, I had a very untypical childhood because you know how a lot of people grew up with like Taco Tuesday and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, fun fact about my family is I come from a long line of health people. Yeah. Like, my my mom, legit, was a bodybuilder. Like, she was Ooh. a bodybuilder for, like, 15 years, I think. Right. 10, 15 years. So, and my dad was in the military. So, you know, being in the military, you can't be eating a bunch of junk every day. You can, kind of, but you can't yeah. do that every day. So, I didn't really grow up with a lot of junk foods the only time i got it was special occasions or if i was at somebody else's house which right. was very rare because i live in a cul-de-sac and when you live in a cul-de-sac everybody's in your business yeah so if i ate wrong or ate something that wasn't like typical for some reason everybody knew that including my parents so i didn't really eat too much junk 
So I had kind of a, like I was eating spinach, carrots, and carrots is one of my favorite things to eat. Yeah. Um, but here is kind of the flip where it's like, there's a lot of foods I have eaten that I didn't like that I like now. Like for the longest time, I hated tamales. Now and the reason them. why is because I never had for real tamales until a few years ago. Ah, okay. <laughs> and because, um, without going really deep into my family background, let's just say I grew up in a non-healthy or non-emotionally healthy existence. Gotcha. So a lot of times my dad had to get stuff that was quick, like stuff that was in a can. So if you guys didn't know, tamales do come in a can. Yeah. Do not eat those. No, do not. Uh, no. Those things are nasty. <laughs> they are nasty. I, I, and I uh, ate those my whole life and didn't know that there was something else that wasn't from a can. I thought that was what a tamale was. <laughs> and so um, it was like, seriously, it wasn't until like probably five years ago that I actually had a tamale. And I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all been feeding me fake tamales this whole time? <laughs> I got you, yeah. So, yeah, like, I'm trying to think. Is there a food that I would that I ate before? You know what? It's not really a food. It's actually drinks. And um, my yeah, friends and I would talk about this kind of stuff. Where, okay, again, I didn't have a lot of soda growing up. Yeah. Like, no soda, uh, Kool-Aid, none of that. I knew what it was, but I but didn't have You never have had it. yeah. So, uh, when I would drink like stuff like Coke or Coca Cola, I liked it then because I thought it was pretty good. Like with like when it's really ice cold, I thought it was really good. Yeah. But as I got older, I'm like, okay, either my palate is different or the recipe is different because something something's off. Driving. Yeah, yeah. I In fact, like um. Uh, what I got from Pizza Hut, they gave me uh, Cherry Pepsi, and alright, I'm just going to say this. I am Team Coke. I'm not really Team Pepsi, but I do like Cherry Pepsi. I always thought that one was pretty good. But here's the problem. I I got some Cherry Pepsi, and I'm like, it's not bad, but something's still off. By the way, I think your mic cut out. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, like, again, I drank it because I was like, okay, maybe it's because I haven't had a, a cherry Pepsi in a while, but I had two of them and I'm like, you know, I I can't like this isn't this isn't popping like it used to. Yeah, I get you. Um, That's like, um. It got a different flavor to it, and I, I get what you're saying. Um, and I know that you said we're going to go into candy, but when we get there, I'll talk about this more. But my brothers and I talk about like how candy is different. It yeah, it is. Different. It is. It tastes different. Um, if I had to pick a food, um, I would be honest with you. Uh, growing up, it, this is it, this is going to be in a two part. This is two things I got I grew up with that I don't like now. Um. I don't. I when I was a kid, I used to like. Well, it, well, it, it like with me, I could eat. I hated all vegetables, 
except cabbage. Oh, I love cabbage. Yeah. Back when I was a kid, as an adult, I flipped it. I like all vegetables except cabbage. Okay, so what do you think happened? Don't know. I think I ate. <laughs> no, it's just I ate when I eat when I ate cabbage. It was my mom's cabbage. Mm. Yeah, and then I ate somebody else's cabbage, and I didn't. And that just and it wasn't popping the same way. Yeah, it just was. It just it made me sick. And oh shoot. Yeah, so when something makes me sick, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to eat it. Again. It's the same with it's the same with seafood. Like I, it was, this is the same story I have with seafood because when I had when I was little, I used to eat like I ate. I, this is when I was little. When I was little, there was a time when I was little I could eat all seafood. I ate fish, shrimp. Um, I was willing to try anything. Clams. I literally was going at it with seafood. clams. Are my favorite. Yeah. Clams and scallops. Scallops, and I was literally about to go into scallops. I would have went to scallops if I didn't do what I did. So <laughs> I went to Red Lobster. We, my parents took this for the first time in a long time, for the first time to Red Lobster. And this is when I was like, peak seafood, peak seafood. Yeah. Never had a lobster here. Never had a lobster till. Never. I huh. thought, I, huh? I, I'm surprised. Yeah, never, never had, had a lobster tail. Yeah, never had a lobster tail. So I asked my dad, can I have a lobster tail? And then my dad literally let me get a lobster tail and we shared it. I ate it. I I remember what I got because I remember I got a shrimp Alfredo. Hmm. And I literally was like, I was gonna eat this thing. <laughs> and I got that shrimp tail that shrimp. That shrimp tail was so not shrimp tail, uh the lobster tail was really 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 bad it was like it tasted rancid and i didn't like it yeah and i got sick and i didn't eat none of my food and my dad was mad at me but i was sick (laughs) you know what's actually funny because i had the same experience with uh red lobster as well and um just to throw this out there i've only ever had shrimp twice and come to find out i'm actually one of those i'm allergic to that type of seafood like i love seafood i can eat fish scallops clams i can eat that you but can't when it eat comes shell to- you can't eat shell food right like I, no lobster no shrimp none of that yeah. but the last time and i mean the last time i went to red lobster i had one of their fish sandwiches and i'm calling you out red lobster because y'all dirty for this one i don't know what garbage can you got this fish out of but you had no business putting that on my plate. Because <laughs> how how am I going to smell the garbage fish while it's being put on the plate? Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, not on the plate, on the table. Like, yeah. the dude didn't even have it on the table yet. And I'm like, what is that smell? Yeah, it just, I, I was, I was, I knew what I was getting into as a kid. And I was like, I, I feel you. It's just. I, I was a damn you red lobster. I was I would have been eating scallops now. Now I can't even touch a scallop. I can't even look at the shrimp now. I barely eat shrimp. <laughs> yeah, like I, I just can't look at red lobster because it's like you guys mess me up on again, not seafood, because I'll still eat seafood. But yeah. going back to that restaurant, no. Unless you guys give me life supply cheddar bay biscuits, which you guys might have messed that up too now. I don't know. Yeah. But those cheddar bay biscuits are hitting. Oh, they hit. They 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 slap. 
I, I and, admit, and they're free. <laughs> oh, they're free with your milk, and it's perfect. My my problem is if I could, I like since then I can eat. I gotten back. Like it took me a long time to get back to fish, and now I'm eating all types of fish. I'm eating literally all types of fish now. I'm getting to the point where I'm getting all type of fish, shrimp, but I will not touch shellfish or clams or none of that stuff. It's got to be fish. If it's not fish. I'm not eating it. <laughs> and here's the here's the thing, because you know where I live, we are on a coast. We're on the Pacific coast, so we yeah. get a lot of fish. And I mean, like I'm like what forty minutes away from a coast, <laughs> so so uh, yeah, I, I know what fresh seafood tastes like because I get it from the sea. Um, and it always bothers me when people are like, "I don't like fish." And then you know, I, I'll ask why, and a lot of times people can't really give an answer. Yeah. But some some part of me thinks it's because at some point, kind of like what you're saying, at some point in their life, they had a bad seafood experience, and yeah. they associate all seafood with that one experience. Yeah, yeah, and and it, they don't want to admit that stuff. I'll admit that red lobster ruined me from eating all seafood. But yeah, it, it, I, but I but it didn't completely destroy me from seafood because I could still eat fish. I can still eat salmon. I, I love the hell out. I'll eat the shit out of salmon. Um, you, know. you need to come here because we are a salmon eating state. Okay, I'll definitely will come over there. <laughs> I mean, we almost like the, the crack den of salmon because it's like, you want some smoked salmon? You want some fresh salmon? You want some sockeye salmon? We got you, bro. Actually, I lied. I can eat. I forgot about it. I can eat a crab. I can eat a shell. I can eat a crab. So I'm gotten it got me back to crab. So I can eat crab meat too. So. I'm I'm getting there, but all right. So we established you eat Mr. Krabs. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Krabs people. Oh, oh, like eating me, I'm eating me. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, this is going on SoundCloud. But yeah, like this, like that's the thing about foods because I I I love experiencing foods. And uh, this is a really cute story about my little brother when he was really little, like five. Um. <laughs> I, I have two brothers. I have one younger and one older. You, and you're just like my sister. My sister's the same <laughs> way. <laughs> and, and, and there's like a huge age gap between all of us. But um, when, uh, when I was growing up with my older brother, he was very much, he still kind of is, but he was very much like dad number two with me, which annoyed the piss out of me. Because it's like, I know you ain't my daddy, so stop. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he grew up with our dad, who was very, who grew up in a time where it's like you better eat everything on your plate. Yeah, like I don't care if you like it or not, eat everything eat on the plate. Your plate. Yeah, and you know, as the generations go on and on and on, that mindset isn't as strong with, you know, like it was really strong with my dad. It was strong with my brother, but because I'm younger than my brother, it wasn't as strong with me. Right. It's like, if I don't like it, why are you going to make me eat it kind of stuff? Right. <laughs> How I made it to the age I'm at and didn't get all the ethnicities smacked out of me for that one, I don't know. But I got away with it. <laughs> but um, if you ever saw the, the movie Mommy Dearest, you know how uh, Tina, there's that scene where Tina has that poor excuse of a steak. Because that is not a steak. That was nasty. No, that eating. was nasty. Yeah. Like, if it's still mooing and you poking it with a fork, that is not done. Mm -hmm. 
But you know that scene where she's literally sitting there for however long and, you know, Joan basically tells her, you better eat everything on the plate. Do not move from this table. And she didn't and, move from that table at all. She and that food was still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That I love that scene because, like, yes, that was me as a kid. And how I didn't get beat upside the head for that one, I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, uh, with my brother, he would make me do that kind of stuff, like, eat everything. Yeah. And he never fully let go of that mindset. So <laughs> when it came to my younger brother... He was teaching him, you better eat everything off that plate. By this point, I was in high school. All right. So it's like, little boy, you can't tell me what to do. (laughs) 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 But he he was over and um, uh, I had got him a very special dessert. I got him. A uh, an Oreo cake, a half an Oreo cake, and no, that wasn't all for him. But I couldn't find any slices, so I right. had to get that half an Oreo cake. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of Oreos. Like I'm not like certain flavors. Yes, like I love the lemon vanilla ones, but when it comes to the straight OG Oreos, no, nah, I don't like them. Right. So it was so cute. My brother, he was like, um, "Do you want a bite of my cake?" And I was like, nah, bro, it's okay. <laughs> and he was like, well, why not? And I was like, well, I don't like Oreos. And he was like, well, how do you know you don't like it until you try it? <laughs> now, <laughs> I could be mad because I was like, <sighs> okay, that was cute. That that got me in the that got me in the little Grinch heart on that one. I'm like, that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> because I get what he was saying, but he was a little kid, and it's like you're thinking like a little kid like yeah. i never had an oreo before it's like right. like trust me i i don't like oreos i've had oreos thank you but i don't like oreos <laughs> I, I get you i get you um and, and also with a kid i'm not really one to fake it because i think kids are smarter it's like yeah. you know i'm not gonna sit there and force myself to eat something because he doesn't understand it's like no i don't it's okay to not like something it's not the end of the world yeah, yeah, I I get that. Um, it, it's okay to not like something. I mean, that's like my the second item um that I don't like that I liked as a kid that I don't like now is literally anything with spaghetti sauce in a can. Oh, I'm like that with cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce in a can. I can't. I I can't. Yeah, I never liked it <laughs> as an adult as and as a kid. I never liked it. And uh, my dad, he. I, he he starts up and down because he's like, "Oh yeah, you don't like cranberry sauce." I'm like, "Ah, in a can." <laughs> That's the key difference: cranberry sauce in a, in a can. can. I, I do like cranberry sauce, just not like home- from a can. Yeah, because it is different from it. You can tell when it's different from the can, and you actually cook that shit. It is really, really is different from the can, it, and it tastes different. You don't get that metallic taste. It's yeah. very different. Yeah. That's like with me and anything with tomato base in a can. I well, anything like it could be. Well, and when I mean anything tomato base, I mean like Chef R.I.D., SpaghettiOs, um, those that shit. I, I loved as a I loved as a kid and as an adult. I'm like, I remember I tried it one time as an adult and I was like, how did I love this shit? This shit is nasty as hell. Okay, that, then we can put that one as one because I used to be like very much the Chef Boyardee ravioli girl. And, you know, as I get older and try it, it's like, what the crap? 
this tastes like cafeteria food. <laughs> it does. It does. But I, but I'm sitting there thinking, man, cafeteria food tastes a little bit better than this. Yeah. It's just a little bit better. I mean, I'm like, damn, this is nasty. What the hell? Like, I, why did I like this? I mean, I remember I tried Campbell's chicken soup, and I was like, it's, you can tell the vast difference. I can eat Campbell's chicken soup, and it tastes real. It still tastes good. Whereas spaghettios or any of that other shit, it's like this is nasty. It's yeah, it, and it doesn't even look like you should eat it because when I think tomato, I think red. And yeah, I know if you add milk to something, it's gonna the word is blush. It's gonna turn it like a pinkish color. Yeah. If we start an out opening the can and it looks like pink, yeah, you, you guys did something to this tomato. You did something to that shit, and I like uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Mm-mm. I remember I ate one bite. I remember I put it, pull, pull, because I remember my dad did it one time. He got some spaghettios and he put it in the can. He was like, ew. <laughs> he just yeah. Like, it's just it's not good. He just took one bite. He's like, ugh. But like, like you, he ate everything. He was like, he, he, my dad is the entire person that'll say, this is Slop City and we'll eat it all up, but he's going to eat it. But yeah, those is nasty. That's him. But me, I'm. I ate that stuff right. I just literally took one bite. I was like, I can't do this. I can't. I can't. I can't do this. Like this is nasty. It's it's disgusting. Like, and I think that's why my dad never beat me upside the head about things because I'm very much like I. I'm a very peaceful person. I'm a very easygoing person. And despite how I act on uh, other podcasts, yes, I actually am a very even keel person. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i sound different on here because it's like yeah there's no chaos going on no no there's no chaos yeah but um okay so when it comes to like brussels sprouts i refuse i refuse brussels sprouts in the name of jesus And you can strike me down if you want to. You know I'm telling the truth on this one, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's funny because as a kid, I hated broccoli. And as an adult, I love broccoli. Quite funny. You know. See, yeah, yeah, like when it came to Brussels sprouts, like, okay, so spinach, asparagus, and Brussels sprouts. Those were probably the three vegetables when I was little I absolutely hated because all three of those came from a can. Yeah. All three of them. And each one of them tasted like piss from a can. And just like with um with the tamales, when I got older and had something that wasn't from a can, I'm like, oh, oh that's, that's what it's supposed that's to taste what like. The cra- that's what the craze is for. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, like I had I was at a, re- or a hotel and got some room service and by default my dish came with fresh asparagus and i was like Ugh. and then you yeah. ate it and they were like this is i was like oh shoot this stuff is good and i've been hooked on asparagus ever since mm. same with spinach when i had freshly cooked spinach it was great yeah screw you brussels sprouts <laughs> there has not been one form of brussels sprouts where i'm like all right i see what the no screw you brussels sprouts you need to go away you know you can cuss on this podcast, right? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so, <laughs> so, all right. So we talked about food. Let's go ahead and talk about the candy. What candy did you eat as a kid, but you're like, this is nasty? 
Hmm. I'm not a big chocolate fan, but I used to be kind of good with Hershey's, like Hershey bars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those, I'm like, eh, I, I don't flat out hate them, hate them, but I'm like, you know, I could pass on this. Right, right. But I'm, I'm saying with a lot of candies now, I could pass on a lot of candies because something's different. Yeah, yeah. The ones I won't pass up on, I am a sour candy person. Uh, I a, love Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> I, I love Sour Patch Kids, but here's th that goes right into mine. I, when I was a kid, I love, don't get me wrong, I love Sour Patch Kids and I still love but when I was a kid, I really loved Warheads. I loved Warheads like it was no other. Like I would buy like a whole hundred pack of Warheads. Yeah. And I would literally damn them motherfuckers every chance I get. And now as an adult, I tried. I was like, okay, let's see. Like I skip back to like I used to love Warheads, Crybabies, Slipheads. I didn't eat. I wasn't in lemon heads. Lemon heads to me aren't sour. They're not. They're not. But I wasn't into it. But as an adult, I tried a warhead for for the first time in so long, and I was like, "Wow, why did I like this? Just it's just um, it's just it tasted unbearable, you know." To yeah. me, yeah, it just tasted like what this only have this only tastes like it has flavor. It just tastes like it, I'm just I'm just in pain the whole time. Like, why did I like this as a kid? You know what I actually, what uh, I read a long time ago, and I don't think it was candy, but it was like either Jello or Kool-Aid. No, I think it was Kool-Aid, where um, I was reading how a bunch of scientists said that the reason why we taste a certain flavor with like Kool-Aid, like yeah. when we drink red Kool-Aid, we associate with cherry. Right. Because and that's because we're kind of told that because we're seeing the color and somebody said this is cherry Kool-Aid or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they actually blindfolded a bunch of people and had them drink Kool-Aid and nobody could really discern one taste from the other because right. they couldn't see the color. Right. <laughs> it, th that's kind of how I feel. Like Sour Patch Kids is different because they do actually have distinctive taste. Yeah, they have distinctive taste. I, I agree with you. They're I like the Sour Patch Kids Gushers version. That's I've never one. had those. I, oh, I they had are the watermelon. I actually, um, Tolly's Tolly's has this. Don't get me wrong. I I love the gusher. Tolly's have this gummy worm where it gushes out. I love that shit. It's really, really, really good. Like, I like. I, I do. Don't get me wrong. I'm still a sour kid. I just don't eat. It's just Warheads is the one that I just like. Like my experience with Warheads is I ate a bunch of Warheads and had a sour stomach. Oh, yeah. Whew. Ooh, that's terrible. That was a pain and nice. And I, I was literally praying to God. I was like, God, if you I, if you get me through this, I'll never touch another Sour Patrick. I will never touch a warhead in my entire. I will never, <laughs> never, never, <laughs> never do this again. Please, not Lord, going, just get I, me through the rest of my life. <laughs> I, like, I was doing it as a kid. And I mean, I ate one. I mean, I'll admit I tried one and it, I just literally was like, I I have no desire to eat these like no because it was just that bad to me like my nephew my nephews are going through that whole phase of eating stuff sour and hot and I literally was like y'all 
college just like me when i was a kid and you're gonna pay for it <laughs> and see like i think the reason why i avoided that kind of stuff was because i didn't have exposure to it yeah you know because i wasn't in my house the only time i had it was when i wasn't in the house and yeah. again it's not like i really hid it you know there was nothing to hide here but it really was like well, i mean i just wasn't around it like one of my friends he gets on me because he was like oh yeah i grew up with uh this is the big one. Ecto cooler. When I told him I never had one, oh my gosh. He went I crazy. Was, he he and my other friend, both of them got on me. It's like that's not my fault. <laughs> I knew what it was. I remember the commercials. I just didn't have one. All right. Okay. All right, so we don't want to stay on food for long, but let's go ahead and get to one more more question for food. All right, what candy, what candy or food item do you think they need to bring back? Like you want this back bad? Okay, this is my number one because for a long time my friends did not believe me that this existed, and that is. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Hostess Ooze Pies. Ooh. Okay. I was a huge, huge, huge fangirl of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, I was that wake up on Saturday, watch them. I had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles suspenders. uh, And after the show was over, I would play the Nintendo game for the rest of the day while eating those Hostess Pies. I was a huge (laughs) huge fan of Ninja Turtles. (laughs) And, you know, this is one of those, like, they had them, like, it's a limited item. So, I I think it was, obviously, in connection with the Secret of the Ooze movie. Yeah. And so, you know, that was the promotional item. And as long as they were in the shelves, I would get them. I would beg my dad to get them. None of my friends, which was ironic, these are people who had like Taco Tuesdays and all of that, and I did not. Somehow, I managed to know about these hostess pies, and my friends didn't. I did not understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I got two items. Um, One, this is two different ages, and one of them is going to be a surprise to you, and one of them you probably heard of before. Um, so when I was, um, I want to say when I was a teenager, um, when I was a teenager and, um, what it was literally from high school all the way into my second year in college. I want to say that my second year in college, um, they Nestle, you need to bring this shit back. I, I, I love the white crunch bar and I got a taste of it. It's cool. But you need to bring this shit back. And that is the cr- they made this crunch bar. It was a crunch bar with caramel in it. Yeah. I didn't have it, but I know what you're talking about. It was so fucking delicious. Like every crunch bite, you literally are tasting caramel as you're eating it. Ooh. It was so delicious. And it was so tasty. And I'm like, it, they took it away. They took that shit away. It was like the <laughs> perfect combination of caramel, Rice Krispies, and chocolate. And it just was all there. And then they just like, nah, we don't want to make this no more. Nobody's buying it. I was buying the motherfucker. And it was so simple. It wasn't big. It wasn't big. Like the, it's like a little small 
Well, I I would literally. I remember when I was little, I would go to the I'll go to the Dollar General and I'll buy like six of those motherfuckers. And I, I mean, I got an equivalent of it where it's literally a Rice Krispie bar with um Rice Krispie pieces and caramel in it. But yeah, I, I was like, that's good and all, and I got it, and that's like it gave me my craving for it, but it just wasn't. I was like, it's good, but it's not near that peak. With it's the not the same. It's not the same. It don't feel the same. I was like, this is not the same. This is cheating lies. I'm cheating si- lies. I'm sitting there eating like this is a lie. This <laughs> is a lie. It's so good. This is a lie. This is nowhere near what it is, Nestle. I was like, Nestle, get your shit together and make bring this back. Another thing that you probably haven't heard about. But you might have. Um, Nickelodeon used to make before they made the SpongeBob popsicle bullshit that everybody want to make fun of every time. Um, Nickelodeon made a uh, made a popsicle, and I remember when I was little. Now, now, now we're getting into the problem before you. <laughs> uh, when I was little, my mom. When when I was little. Uh, we would have the grocery store, and there would be the. This is back when we had bread, just a store which was the bread store. Yes, where you could get your bread cheaper there. Right. So what my mom would go to the bread store. The bread store would have, um, legit a popsicle, like you know the little. Yeah, the little fridge thing. Fridge with a popsicle in it, and every time I go there, they would have this Nickelodeon popsicle. And it was a Nickelodeon popsicle. It looked like a liquor pop, you know, the look, the liquor color pop. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was that. But when you get to the center of it, there was literal slime in the middle. But it was tasty slime, and that huh. tasted really good. It was like, oh god, this tastes so good. It was like, it was so good. And um, Nickelodeon stopped. Then you know, this is before SpongeBob and all these other. Nickelodeon Nicktoon shows. Right. And like when slime was like the like this is when Nickelodeon was peak slime. And, and, and everybody, everybody wanted slime. They wanted slime something. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted slime. And now, you know, they're they're trying to get back to characters like we want your SpongeBob or you know, like, yeah, cool. SpongeBob. Okay, cool. But I don't got nothing against SpongeBob, but damn it, if we can get rid of SpongeBob and bring back these popsicles, I would love it. But you know. Don't get me wrong. I love SpongeBob. It's funny, but if you literally told me, "Hey, if you want this popsicle back, you got to get rid of SpongeBob." Hmm. Bye, Bye, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah, you've been on too long. Crater <laughs> <laughs> passed away. You should have stopped by the end. Um. So, <laughs> I, I, I just I, that po- I'm telling you, people, if you had that popsicle, it would change your life. You'd be like, "Oh God, this is amazing." And I remember when I was little, I went to the local Balo. Um, if you're wondering what Balo is, Balo is a supermarket that closed down sadly. Um, they were having the freezer section these popsicles, and after a while, they started making them. And then once it got to 1997, 98, they stopped selling them. They discontinued it. That's what makes me mad about when they take stuff off the shelf. It's not like a gradual thing. It's like, what? Why is there a big old empty space here? Where, where's my stuff? Where's my Where's my popsicles? Damn it! Where, where's my Hostess 
pies. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. They just take it away. Like, no, nobody wanted this. Like, no, what the fuck? No, no. You just saw me here yesterday. Yeah, I might look like a crack whore right now, but you just saw me yesterday. I like, I like, it's like you go to the man. Like, I'll see you next week. I'm going to get my popsicles. And then next thing you know, you go in there. Like, I'm sorry, Mac. We're not buying them. Like, what the fuck? You better give me my damn popsicles. You know, I was like, ah, you know. That's how I felt about those hostess pies. And yeah, I know that that probably has shortened my life about 20 years. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if there was real toxic ooze in those pies. They were good. I don't care if this was actual slime in my daggone popsicle. I wanted that shit. That shit was, <laughs> it was so good. And then it was, it's just like with the camera bars. I tried to find alternatives and I was like, it's not the same. It's not. <laughs> you know, you want to know how, how hard up I was on these pies? Okay. So was, I think it was last year or year before last when they came out with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, uh, not Cowabunga, but uh, Shredder's Revenge. Uh-huh. No joke. I was like, I wonder if Amazon got a warehouse full of these hostess pies. <laughs> <laughs> I told my friend that he was like, even if they did, they would probably be like 20 years old. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like Crystal Pepsi. Everybody was like, yeah, I want some Crystal Pepsi. I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, so what if I'm going to be strung out in an alley eating 20-year expired hostess pies? I want my pies. You're just like, it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> my precious. I ate it. If you touch my pies, I'll kill you, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I would, that, that's how I'm going to go out. My my family and friends know I'm going to go out in some stupid way. Shit, yeah. Where they can't shit. even be sad. they like, well. Well, yeah, that's what we expected. expected that shit, yeah, that that's that's like with me. I'm like, I'm gonna be in the alley with some popsicles. He's like, can right, so you're the ice cream man? N- no, get away. <laughs> can I have one? No, no, they're mine. I looked all over the internet for this shit. Get back, get back, get back, get back, motherfucker. <laughs> I got a stick already. Honestly, that's how they gonna find me. If I find some some Teenage Ninja Turtles hostess pies, they gonna find me like they found Chris Tucker and Dead Presidents in a chair, and it's not gonna be like needles in my face. It's gonna be pie. <laughs> you had that hostess, and you're like, well, she died like she wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna come in, and I'm gonna be glowing green or something. <laughs> You don't know me. I'll be in the alley. I'll be eating them popsicles. I have one. I have a little shank ready. Like you back. You come near me. I'm gonna step. Don't you touch my popsicles. You will die. <laughs> you will die. I'm not exactly. I'll. I will turn into Schmeagle. Don't. Don't you don't touch me. Touch them, don't so, touch I will head. cut you. Somebody gonna get cut, cut. over my pies. You know how long? I literally will tell them the story. You know how long? How long I've been waiting for this? I'm 30 years old. I've been waiting my whole life for this shit. Y'all ain't seen this since I was seven years old, and I've been wanting this. If you touch this, I will beat you down. I don't care if you're a gangster with a gun. I will find a way to beat you down. <laughs> I'll jump on your back and kick you in the face. <laughs> I like the fact that I was still like, hey, Amazon, I'm just saying, I know you got some warehouses and I know y'all be keeping some stuff for a while. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Think you can hook the sister up with a expired hostess Teenage Ninja Turtle pie? <laughs> you're, you're like, you're acting like a... <laughs> You're, we're probably gonna get into the next next. Um, you're at the like, um, you're at the like, um, uh, Woody Har- Woody Harrelson in um, you know, Zombie Land, looking for a little, to- looking for a damn Twinkie. You know what? That's another one. 
going back to your first question, that probably is what where I used to love me some Twinkies, and then I had one. It's like I would still eat this, but yeah. But uh, it's, it's not like I'm going to be strung out on it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I can. Let me put it like this. Twinkie, I can eat it. It's just I will not eat a lot of them. Like, I'm not going to go crazy about it. Like, if you give me a Twinkie and I'm star- like, let me get let me put this out there. If I'm starving and you give me a fucking Twinkie, I will eat that shit because it's delicious. Yeah. Yes. But, but, you know, the difference is between, you know, like, that's the difference. Like, if you give me, if I'm starving and you give me, like, some cabbage, I was like, I'm going to have to pass. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to find something else here. You know, there might, there's some grass over there. Wait, I'll, I'll eat some expired slime pops. There we go. Yeah, there we go. I have my expired slime pops. I'm good. I don't need that. You know, you give me some sponge cakes, sponge cakes with some cream in it. I'll eat it. You know, yeah. that, that, that's pretty good. It's not bad, you know, but cabbage, I was like, I'll pass. You know, I'm past. Yeah, exactly. Like, that that's how I am too. It's like if I'm not like knocking on death's door, yeah, you can keep it. Yeah, yeah, you can keep that shit. Yeah, that. But 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 with the Twinkies, I'll be like, you know what? I'll take one. You know, they're not bad. I so I don't want to put that. It's not bad. I just think I think I, some people say like for example, some people will say that it's overrated. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's just the way it is. It's good. It's just not the most desirable thing for me. Yeah, like, there's a lot of other snack cakes out there where it's like, okay, this does actually taste better than a Twinkie, but Twinkies are bad either. Yeah, that, like, 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 um, Christmas trees, you know, I, I can, um, I can down those, like, crazy every Christmas. Oh, I, I'm like that with the, uh, the cupcakes. Ooh. The, the Hostess cupcakes, oh my goodness, like. I used I, to love that shit. Yeah, that one was if I'm going to a gas station, I will get me some Hostess cupcakes. I will actually get an oatmeal pie. I, I will get an oatmeal pie, or I will never touch the. I I, I remember I used to love Star Crunch, but I stopped liking it when I got older. Yeah, it just didn't taste right. I was like, "This is too hard." I know I don't know about this. Um. But yeah, let's let's go ahead and get to the next subject because we've been on food for a long time. Let's talk about films. Um, you're a film buff. You love films. Yes, um, I do. What would you say your favorite film? Oh, that's easy. 1961, Parent Trap, starring Haley Mills. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not 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 the um not the not 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 the drug adult. Um, I'll say it this way: No disrespect, Lindsay Lohan, but I want to slap you. <laughs> and you know what? I'll be fair. She was like eleven, so clearly that's not her fault. But no, nineteen sixty-one Haley Mills. That's she's my baby. Okay. I mean, she's my she's my great grandma at this point, but she's my baby. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I. You know what really what it is is the fact that okay, well first of all, let's let's start with when they were showing it. They kept showing it on Disney all summer. So yeah, it was I always there. It was <laughs> always there, yeah. Cause that back in the day, I remember when I was little, and you probably were around the same age. Back then you watch a Disney Channel, a Disney yes. Channel movie, it was literally the old when especially in the nineties. It was those old films. You were not getting a new film. Yeah, they, and, like, they wanted yeah, to put they, those shit. They, 
Right. They were making their money on those old films. Yeah, they were literally were. They was like, nah, we're going to show you these old films like Parent Trap and um, Mary Poppins and Piggy yeah. Bang Bang, you know, stuff like that. Um, and I agree with you that that's what it that's where I got a lot of those films when I was little from like watching that. And yeah, I feel you're, you're right. You're exactly right. And yep. on top of it, because it was Haley Mills, this was also right after she was on Good Morning Miss Bliss. Mm. So, you know, she was always kind of there in the back, well, at least in my life. She was always there. Like, I recognized her immediately because I would watch Good Morning Miss Bliss. And then in the afternoon evening, they would show Paratrap. So it was like, yeah, I know this woman. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But what really got me about that movie was actually Haley Mills acting because I really got that you know after I got a little bit older and realized oh she wasn't just in the parrot trap she was in other stuff because <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I, I remember watching the movie and I'm like hey, hey that's the girl from the parrot trap and they just like stupid she's an actress she's gonna be another stuff <laughs> but you know like that was my kind of gateway into following her and realizing she kind of has this um one of my all-time favorite actors is james stewart right and i love i love these types of actors where obviously you know they're acting but they're really not like you could like if it wasn't for them you could put yourself in that same situation and be like yeah i could i would probably be the same way you know, they're not playing a character. They're playing somebody where it's like, yeah, I would be the exact same way. Right. And that's why I love um, It's a Wonderful Life, because, shoot, if I was in George Bailey's shoes, I would be freaking the crap out, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think I'll be a little bit smarter because, yeah, right. he, he his stupidity kind of lasted a little bit too long. It's like, yo, you've been like non-existent for like an hour and you're still like no this can't be mary must rem remember me <laughs> nobody else does why would she <laughs> yeah, that is true that is true yeah you had your boy shooting at you you think mary's gonna remember you <laughs> nah um if i had to choose um i if i i have two different reasons i have two different movies but for two different various reasons like for me like you and me as a child when i was a child um, my favorite movie of all time when I was a child that I loved, and even to this day I still love it. And um, it's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Um, oh, as a kid, I loved that film. Um, the um, you know, it's sort of the father son dynamic. Um, you know, um, I showed like like it's a film that I could watch with my dad. And we all could watch it as a family and have fun watching it. Right. Um, yeah. It, it's it's like I watched it over a dozen times. And it's a film when you're a kid and you could watch it over a dozen times and you still won't get bored of it. Even as an adult, you can watch a film a dozen times and won't get bored of it. And right. that's the reason I liked it. But as a film, as a, as a film critic, as a person who is a film critic, as Zach would like to call us, a uh, film purist, um, there's bullshit. Um, I would say, um, even though I hadn't went to college for this shit, um, I really, really, as a person who critiques film and literally reviews films, I would have to go with Inside Man by Spike Lee. 
Um, oh. Yeah. Um, it's so good. But a lot of a lot of film critics don't know this film. But this is a film that I really recommend watching because when you watch this film, you look at it and you're like, okay, okay. And then you figure out who directed this film. And you're like, Spike Lee directed this film? What? <laughs> but then when you watch it the first time and you watch it again, it has a lot of the Spike Lee Spike Lee isms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like the whole shot of somebody walking and the camera pinned in on him as he walking. It has that shot. It has yeah. that very shot. And I was like, okay, this is definitely a Spike Lee film. But it don't feel like a whole 100% his film. It feels like something that he's... Well, I'm not saying it's his film. It's something... Like, when you look at Spike Lee, you think of Spike Lee as, like, fight the power, you know? Yeah, black very film. pro-black. Blair pro-black film. Like, and, and this is how he is. See, like, this is... Like, this man made, for example... And don't get me wrong. I love this. Like, this is a man who made Do the Right Thing, Motown Blues, Malcolm X, you know... Up to this point, um, what was it? The the Carl Girl Six, I think it was. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You made that too. Uh, um, yeah, call, Girl okay. Six. It was called School Girl or uh, not School Girl, Girl Six. Girl Six, and then um, he made he. I think he. I don't know if he directed. He written School Days. Um, so you got to think about this. This man made all these films, and at this point, he made this film, and I'm like. Wow, this is really, really good directing by him. And Zach don't like him because that Zach talks shit because he'll bring up, well, old boy, old boy is this. And I meant old boy wasn't his best. But this film was really good. And it showed me that really Spike Lee could do. He could literally get he literally got out of his comfort zone and made a heist film. And not only he went out, he not only went out to say, look, I, if I'm gonna make a I'm gonna go out my wheelhouse, I'm not only gonna make I'm not going to go out my White House and make a film. I'm going to make the best film I can. And this is what he did. And this is a good film. Like, from start to finish, you don't know what the fuck going on in this film. Right. You got to watch that film from start to finish. Because once you watch it, and you watch it from the beginning to end, you're like, oh, that's why he's doing this shit. That's why they're doing this shit. It makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I like Quentin Tarantino stuff, because... I like deconstructed stories. I don't yeah. necessarily like the trope of, well, I guess you're wondering how we got here. Like that. That's the way. That's 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 how it starts. He said, "That's how that's how that's how the film starts." Clavin was literally talking to a camera. He's like, "If you're wondering why I'm speaking to you in this box, I'm in the prison for three. I've been in this prison for two years." He said, "Not nah, how I got here. There's uh, there in lies the rub." And then, and see, like, I think that it. It's effective, but it also gets overdone, so it gets like cliche. Yeah, I agree, but this was done in a time where it wasn't done as much. Right, know? exactly. Yeah, but when you watch it, it's it's I, I understand it's doing it's do, been done a lot, but this was really done well. Because if you yeah. watch it from the beginning of the film to the end, I swear to you, you're gonna be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I I'm telling you the truth. I went to San Antonio and I watched this film. I watched this film on a flight to San Antonio and I literally still enjoy it. I enjoyed that film the whole time. I loved it. And I was like, this is, I literally was like, is this still good? And I watched it and I was like, I was like, God, 
It's still good. It's still good. You know what's really funny? Like this. Now you asked about my favorite movie. Now I have a favorite movie series, and I actually mentioned this not too long ago. It's the Godfather. I'm funny. I mean, I do like The Godfather, but (laughs) I am very much a fan of the Rush Hour series, even as much as I hate the third movie, because y'all know you were awesome bull on that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I agree. That third one was not good, because Rush Hour 1, I I, like, Zach don't like Rush Hour 1. I like Rush Hour 1. I like Rush Hour 2 at some points. And yeah. then Rush Hour 3 was just like, you didn't need to do this. But there are some funny shit in that film. Who are you? You? No, I'm you. Who me? Who you? I'm you. No, you. Okay, I'm going to kick somebody's ass and you be him? Kick it out of your asses. <laughs> you know what's funny about that particular scene? The reason why I personally found that scene funny is because when I was in school, check this out. I actually went to school with a girl named Yoon Mi Kim. Okay. So the first day I was at the school, somebody came up to me and was like, Have you seen Yoon Mi? And I'm like, I, I pointed to the person. I'm like, Well, you're there and I'm here. <laughs> and it wasn't like I was trying to be funny. I was like, Who? <laughs> Who are you talking? Yeah, who are you talking about? And then, like, when they said, "Like you mean Kim," and I'm like, "Well, I don't know a Kim, so who are you talking?" Like, it was like literally that same scene, but it wasn't actually a joke for me. It was like I don't know who you're talking about. Talking about, yeah. And then, like, come to find out, it was like, oh, oh, you mean an actual person? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like that that movie series is one of those, and. I agree with Zach. Is it the best movie series? No, 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 of course not. No, but it is one of those. Shut your brain off. There you go, and go along with the ride. Yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. Some like that's like with like for example, that's like with Fast and the Furious. I can shut my brain off and go for the ride, but after so long, you shut your brain off, and then your brain just all of a sudden like this is too stupid. I got to cut on, and that's, and that's what, how. I- that's how I felt about the third Rush Hour movie. It's like, I can't even shut my brain off. What did you just say? say no, no, I just like, what? Wait, huh? I, I'd be like, uh, too stupid. Click. Oh, I was like, huh? What? Yeah, what really got me like out of that, like, I probably would have been fine with the whole movie up to a point. I would have been fine with the movie if they didn't do the whole Jackie Chan has a long lost quote unquote brother. Brother. I, I think I agree. I agree with that. I, I, uh, like, I, that, like that did not fit. That did not fit. I like it. Like this is the reason Rush Hour Two works is because how like there was a scene in one where he was like telling them about his father and his father was betrayed by somebody and then in two he solved the issue in two. So right. it makes sense. I didn't like three because of that because it just didn't make no damn sense. Like right, what? It, and what got me was. And I'm not saying that this is impossible. I grew up with Asian culture in my family. So I know of this. All right. I know that you can have quote unquote family that's not blood related to you. And that's very typical. But I was like, hold up. 
I know Jackie Chan's from China, and old boy is from Japan. Right. How did that happen? And and, and again, they did clarify by saying, yeah, they weren't blood related. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. was like, no, how how did that happen? Yeah, yeah, that's it's weird. Orphanages, you know, you can. I, I don't. I, I can't explain that movie. Like the only time I ever <laughs> accept that kind of stuff is in Tekken, because my boy Lee Chalan. Yeah, I know you ain't related to the Mishimas, but you work. You fit in that family. <laughs> yep. All right. So we we so um. All right. So one more question. Um, on the film part, worst film. Just the worst film. Worst film. I don't think I told any, asked anybody this question. Worst film. All right. So let me let me dig deep because there have been a few films that made me want to punch an old lady in her throat. Wow. Now, how far uh, into the film room are we going to go? Is it just American films? Anime let's, let's, films? Let's stick it. Let's stick to American films. Yeah, let's go American. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Whew. Okay, I'm trying to think because uh, there was a popular film and it's escaping me right now, but there has been a popular film and it, apparently it's a classic and my whole life I was like why do people like this film? This film is stupid. <laughs> and right now I can't think of the title of it, but it's one of those if I saw the title I'll be like, yep, that's it. E.T.? <laughs> no, I actually did kind of like E.T. It wasn't like Oh my gosh, it's E.T. It's like, yeah, he looks like a walkie turd, but it's all right. Yeah, yeah. And also, I was a fan of Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a film series or is it a just one film? I think it was just one film. Is it Avatar? Oh, that that's one. That's one that gets me heated. That one makes me want to find James Cameron and punch him in the dick. Because again, I will never take away how visually stunning it was. It was beautiful. And I have a degree in, well, communications, but art, you know, overall, overarching art. Yeah, it's beautiful. You needed some new writers. Because the writers you had were booty. Like, immediately, I need, like, Five films that not just the the trope was there. I mean, like five films where I'm like, didn't they say that in Ferngully? Didn't they say that in Pocahontas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, that was a bad film. But I, I like that's what Scott wanted me to do. He wanted to watch the sequel, and I was like, I don't feel like watching the sequel because of one. He said it's so good to watch it in the theater. Don't let it hypnotize you. I'm not going in there. <laughs> I'm not letting this. I'm not letting this man steal my money again. Um. <laughs> Um, while you think of that other film, I think I'm gonna go ahead and give you mine, and it's just no surprise. It's to me, it's it, I, I don't know why, I don't know why it's still stuck. It's it's still stuck under my skin. It, it still burns in my head, like it lives rent free. And it's DBZ. It's Dragon Ball Evolution. I always call it Dragon Ball Z Evolution, but it's Dragon Ball Evolution. <sighs> It okay, li- as as somebody who's a huge anime fan, anime buff, I immediately knew that was some bull. Well, well, 
I the thing about it is I didn't go see it in theaters. And this is before YouTube reviews and all this other stuff can warn you before you go see the film. This is yeah. way before all this shit. So instead, I made the terrible decision to go buy the DVD at Walmart. <laughs> Why? And look, I thought it was going to I, I, you know me, I'm a man of hope and I hoped it was going to be good. I was like, DBZ, Dragon Ball Evolution, I like this might be an okay film. Let's see. Because I thought, like, you got to think about it. I was sitting there like, Kung Fu Hustle wasn't bad. You know, this is when we had Kung Fu Hustle and Kung Fu Hustle wasn't bad. I thought this is, yeah, it could work. It, it might work. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to give it a shot. Kung Fu Hustle was bad, wasn't bad. This is before a- Avatar, I think. I think Avatar didn't, Avatar, Last Airbender came out. I don't remember Last Airbender coming out because I didn't see that. I wasn't a big fan in the Avatar Last Airbender. So I just didn't, everybody was looking at that like that was bad. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't watch that. But so I went to go put this in my DVD. And um, what I saw made me hate James Wong so much. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really hated James Wong. James Wong, I never forgave James Wong. I literally was like, if I could have James Wong on Twitter, I was like, I still need an apology, dude. That that film was that it was that bad. I like, I need, I don't, I don't care about my money. I just want an apology. I want an apology. That's all because it was really, 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 really bad. So over the years. I was sitting there thinking, you know, maybe they didn't know what they were doing. You know, maybe they just, we fucked up. Like, they knew they fucked up. Or maybe they didn't want to make the film. Sadly, over the years, as I became a film critic, I went back to that film because I had to review the film. Watched it again because I reviewed it. Did some, looked at the behind the scenes shit. Come to find out that these motherfuckers legit said that this film is going to be better than the anime. I was like, oh! Yeah, y'all were smoking. <laughs> that immediately filled me through. I literally read that. I kicked shit all around my room. This is about when I was in I yelled and my parents wondered what was going on. I kicked shit around like, what? Oh! I was like, I couldn't I was saying cuss words because I couldn't cuss in my house. I was saying cuss words in my head, like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? It's like, what the fuck? Jumping up and down, like, what? And see, like, okay, I- I'm not going to go into the whole anime Americanized thing, but it does play a huge factor where I'm like, I am all for taking an intellectual property. And putting your own spin on it. I, I'm yeah, very much yeah. for that. Yeah. But there's a spin, and then it's did did you even know what you were doing? Doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That let me believe that they legit thought they legit. This is what I felt when I heard when I heard them when I heard this is what I thought from what they were saying. They literally was telling me to they literally spat in my face, telling me, Yeah, your anime is shit. We're gonna make it better. And I'm like, 
You motherfuckers ain't even watch a single episode. Not alone read the anime. You fucks. And see, I, like, I was saying stuff that I never said. I thought all of y'all are going to. I was sitting there thinking all of y'all are going to. Y'all probably got a special place in hell for what y'all just did. I was thinking that, that in my head. Like, ugh. Okay, I this, this isn't the exact one I was thinking of, but I will throw this one out there because once again, I said this recently because i don't know when you're gonna post this so i can't say the exact day but um i don't know why you keep doing this to my particular state hollywood but could you stop sending your crappy movie ideas to us because people think we are lunatics up here because we had twilight (laughs) we have 50 shades and my number one because I love the crap out of this anime. Death Note. Oh, <laughs> that made me want to choke somebody out. Oh man! Because the the first two is like, well, okay, I I knew the, the typical story, but I I wasn't reading Twilight. I I wasn't reading Fifty Shades. I knew the story, whatever, but I wasn't reading that stuff. Yeah, I knew Death Note. I absorbed <laughs> Death Note. L is my dude. Yeah. What were you guys thinking? Thank putting you. it in my state yeah. on top of it. I know exa- like the <laughs> the scenery. I know the exact name of those streets because I am a native here, <laughs> and y'all had the balls to put it. Right by the space needle, because it was a pretty I think it was about like 10, 15 minutes away from the space needle. But you guys filmed the action scene on the pier. You guys destroyed us. That's a beautiful location, and you just had to film it there. Yeah. yeah. It's all look crazy. <laughs> yeah, I feel your pain. Yeah. Because I, I mean like the fact that like Twilight took place at Forks. Okay, I can't defend Forks. I'm sorry. Y'all know you the country. <laughs> I, 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 I can't really say anything that great about Forks, even though, yes, I represent because, you know, I'm from the state. But other than that, it's like, at least it wasn't Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did pick a town where... I have actually seen some commentators actually ask if Forks was a real place. And it's and here I am like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I know where it is. I, well, that, I know. Okay. okay. Uh, no, go ahead. I was gonna talk about like that's like for example, I don't live here. I don't live there, but um Greenville, South Carolina. I remember they were talking about um um when they did House of Cars and they were talking about Greenville, South Carolina, and I was like, Yeah, this is the this is this is the country, country, countryside of Greenville, South Carolina. And I literally was like, like, I've been to Greenville, South Carolina several times. This is not the country. We literally I was like, This is not Greenville, South Carolina. I said, and some Greenville Greenville people will literally will agree with me that it's not. Because to me, where I live. This is the country. Like, yeah. That Seneca, Seneca, South Carolina, upstate South Carolina, 
is the country. Like, we don't have cities. Greenville, South Carolina is the big city. That's that's our version of little New York. Like, right. it's literally nothing but, but like, land. Like, you got your <laughs> hotels. There's a baseball team there. <laughs> the airport is literally not that far from there. I'm just, I'm just being, I'm just stating obvious, you know, and I was sitting there like, that's, that's not Greenville, like, because I was like, Kevin Spacey walking around, I was like, that is, that's probably Alabama for all I care, that is not Greenville. Right, and that's how I feel about Twilight, like, seeing certain scenes where I'm like, all right, yeah, here, I could definitely tell this is Washington. That, no, nah, that scene, no, nah, that, that's somewhere else. And they come to find out it was like Canada. It's like, yeah, no, nah, nah, no, that, nah. that's not how. And also, just to clear some stuff up. Yeah, I know we live in a rainy state, okay? It ain't always rainy here, people. <laughs> that, no, that's like, for example, somebody said, I'm in South Carolina and it's snowing. I was like, oh, this is bullshit. That's definitely not going to you're at. <laughs> when never I said I live how you know I live in the upstate of South Carolina. It barely snows here. <laughs> I live near the mountains. <laughs> you ain't seen no snow that deep. That's bullshit. That is legit North Carolina. Stop playing with me. That's the Appalachian states. Stop playing. And with that's me. that's why it bothers me because I mean yeah, Twilight, Fifty Shades, Death Note. Yeah, those are the bad movies that were filmed here. But I mean yeah. I know that there's great movies that were filmed because um, Sleepless in Seattle definitely won. I love. I remember seeing that in the theaters. I was too young to see it in the theaters, but I did, <laughs> and it was beautiful. But here's the thing about filming here: whether they actually film here or not, when they want to portray Washington, it always has to rain, and it's like, yo, it ain't like that all the time. I mean, granted, right now I'm looking out the window and yeah, it is overcast, I can't lie. But it's not raining right now, okay? We don't live in perpetual rain. <laughs> That's like, that, I mean, there, there's a there's a video out there about what the, the filming filming in the South and comparing it to real South. And we, I remember people were like, well, I like the film in the South. It feels like, like, I remember like people that lives in the North, like, it's hot up here. And I was like, I literally want to choke them. And I like Zach said, like Zach argues with me with heat. And I literally was like, Zach, I will choke the shit at you. You have never been down here. Have you literally, it feels like the hand, it literally, when you go, when you live up there, it's cold, cold, cold. When you're down here, it's literally like when it comes to us, there's only one day out of the year that we get. We get summer, 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 a little bit of fall and summer. It's just summer. <laughs> There's no cool off day. And then, like, the, the South is weird because, especially in Alabama, I live in South Carolina, especially Alabama, because they see it, they'll say one day it'll be a tornado warning in the wintertime, and then the next day they'll get a snowstorm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I wish somebody, if this doesn't exist, I wish somebody would, like, do a video or analysis about you know like when you think when they film in california you think perpetual sun palm trees and yeah that is true yeah but that's not the entire state of california because <laughs> <laughs> and that's what my gripe is about washington movies it's like yeah i know we got the space needle 
Yeah, I That's know. It. We got well, rain. Well, it's our Carly not the does... entire state, though. <laughs> what about our Carly? Our Carly? Our Carly get it right, though. They get it right. Our Carly based in Seattle. Yeah. And, and also, uh, Frazier was, uh, Frazier? yeah, Frazier was in Seattle. Yeah, so they got a, they got a little bit of it. So they, they got TV shows right about it, you know? Yeah, it, it's like, thank you, please. Can we have more of this so people just don't think Washington <laughs> equals rain? Because yeah, no. if, like, if it rained as much as people portray in movies, we would not be here. We would have been way flooded off the map at this point. Well, I mean, you would be like um, heavy rain and, um, you know, I mean, heavy rain with Morgan Freeman and um, Christian Slater. You know, it would be like that. That's what you're that's what they're comparing y'all to. But, you know, and what always gets me is the time that there is heavy rain in movies. Usually it's always something dramatic. I wish, as long as I have lived here, I wish that has happened to me. <laughs> I have lived here every day of my life, and I've had some dramatic moments, and I have yet to have that those two things sync up in my yeah, life. Yeah, never, never in the rain. Heavy rain never, never happened. It was always sunny day. Like it'd be like, it's 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 sunny now. It's it's still it's sunny, and look, there's a car accident in front of me. Oh. Damn. Seriously, like I have been in earthquakes. <laughs> no rain. No rain. Damn. T- Twenty car pileup. No, no rain. rain. <laughs> Somebody fell off the, the the tip of the space mill, and we don't know how they got up there. No rain. No in rain. fact, that was probably the sunniest day of it all. <laughs> like seriously, like. It's funny and not funny at the same time because yeah. people who are not from here, that's what you associate with with stuff. <laughs> and and I even said this in a in a previous uh podcast. Um about The Last of Us Part Two, where yeah. I was like, what, it, yeah, you remember I was saying that to Chris, where I'm like, yeah, they actually landscape wise as much as they could, because it wasn't about Seattle. It was just that location at that point in the story. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I actually thought they did a pretty decent job. They actually did their homework. It wasn't raining the entire time. Yeah. It actually was pr- like the way that they had the uh, the environment and the uh, the weather. I was like, yeah, that's actually what it would look like. So if you want a for real representation of Washington weather, play The Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> it wasn't raining except for one part. And that's how Washington is. It's overcast. Yes, it's not always raining. <laughs> well, sounds nice to me. Um, sounds like nice, nice weather to me. Not cold and hot, but you know, perfect. And see, that's why I can't live in the South. It's like, yeah, I've been to the South plenty of times. I think it is. There are nice places in the South. I can't live there because y'all need to turn like the air conditioner on down there you guys are trying to kill people down there well well that's like my mom my mom was literally like old got to the age where she's literally like i like i have to have the heat on and then my mom will have the heat on during the summer i was like i can't she's like why don't you stay down here for a while i said mom you i said mom it is literally summer and you got the heat on turn on a dang fan And see, I told my friends that I do that up here, and they're like, why would you do that? And I'm like, because it's Washington. Remember, I don't live in the same heat environment that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to deal with humidity, yeah. <laughs> right, like, what? Just last week, it was freaking snowing. I actually meant to post that on uh, Twitter. But, um, <laughs> like, seriously, it's like, yeah. 
we know it was snowing. It's like uh, one of my friends, he was, he told me that it was snowing where he was and he's from the South. And it was so funny that I was like, oh, because my dad lived in the South and he would tell me it would snow, but it was like it would snow and then you blink and it was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be a dusting. Like, oh, shit. Damn it. So when my friend showed me a picture, I was like, Crocodile Dundee. I'm like, that ain't snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <laughs> yeah, that somebody just went to your neighborhood and just sprinkled powdered sugar all over the place. It, uh, because I was like, you want to see some snow? And I showed him a picture where I had a yardstick in the snow and it was like 12 feet. <laughs> Come at me. This <laughs> is snow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. So let's go from from movies to video games and then um we would talk about music but um we'll probably have you on for another show but um let's talk about video games um so favorite video game i got narrowed down to one all right uh okay it's a tie, but if you had me at gunpoint and told me to pick one of the two, Street Fighter. Which one? Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter, I'll leave some empty parentheses. But it gotta be Street Fighter, so it can't be nobody else. It gotta be Street Fighter. <laughs> because, like... I that was my introduction. Like my brother introduced me to Street Fighter. Okay, yeah. And so I guess the reason why I really have such a strong attachment to it is because that was kind of our bonding. Even though we played other video games, but this was one where he like actively introduced me to it. Like, no joke. The reason why I can do Haruken so well is because he made me do that motion a hundred times in a row. And if I messed up once, I had to start over. So if I had 99 perfect and I messed up on a hundred, I had to start over. <laughs> so I I very much learned the mechanics and the movements. Now, would I ever fight Daigo? If you went easy on me, you know, don't don't completely whoop me. You know, tone it down about fifty thousand notches. Sure, I'll play him. But <laughs> yeah, I I love Street Fighter, but I will never say I'm like the best out there. Not even close. <laughs> we'll see. See that that's like that goes into like my my favorite game, you know. And it's funny that my we have the game in the same company. Um, you know, it's funny, you know, you know, same company. And, and it's it's the Mega Man series, you know, because Mega Man is amazing. You know, I I, I think people like to say that I'm like the ghost from I might like ghost from um you know Black Clover and you know like Mar like Mega Man is my Marie. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but I will say this as much as I love Street Fighter, I'm also not a blissfully blind fan of it. 
you know, I, I am very much like one of the things I have is a gigantic poster that I've had for years and never put up, but I have a gigantic Street Fighter like cover, like wall corner to wall corner type poster um, of Street Fighter. I love it. But oh. uh, Capcom, can, can we have a moment here, Capcom? <laughs> what are you guys doing with this story? Because I don't think you guys know what timeline you're in anymore. Because, like, the the installments are all out of order. So, I think 6 is supposed to be the actual, like, quote-unquote present day. Because I always tell my friends, it's like, if we're going to be for real about what ages these characters are, oh, Chun-Li, Ken, Ryu, they would be in a nursing home at this point. Right, right. Because, like, if you look at uh, the older games where they actually had uh you know the game manuals i think they said chun li was born in like 1969 or something like that super old she didn't stay that hot all this time um right so it's like i think this is supposed to six is supposed to be the quote-unquote present day in terms of that story but i kind of want to see geriatric chun li ryu kid i want to see that well, you want to see the next generation of Street Fighter. And I agree with that. Um, <clears throat> you're not going to like what I said in the um, previous episode before we did this. And that was the episode with um, um, Owl. And we at, we were asked, what game series do you feel like we need to, you know, you know, stop? And I said Street Fighter. Okay, again, that's why I said I'm not blissfully blind. Okay, I love the series. I love the characters. I have the comic books. I have posters. I have shirts. I I I am a fan. I'm not one of those. If somebody else hates it or has criticism of it, I'm going to find you and take a dump on your stairs. I'm not that. I'm not that deep into it. (laughs) No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying. Well, here's the thing. I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying it just it feels like it's running on e right now and it's- and that's that's what i mean by capcom we need to have a talk because i've felt that way in fact there's a reason why as much of a fan as i am i didn't play five yeah i played enough street fighter that i feel like i can look at just the just the layout of the game without actually playing it and be like no no you guys missed the mark on this one yeah and what's funny is that, um, speaking of Daigo, Daigo actually said that he didn't play the uh, the six beta or the six was it beta alpha demo. He didn't play this the uh, the demo. Right. So you can be a fan of something and actually recognize that not everything is perfect. Yeah, <clears throat> that's like with me. Like, like for example, like. I, I'm not saying like that's the example. Like I, if you were to compare Street Fighter to Mortal Kombat, you know there was a time where you thought Mortal Kombat ran out of the ideas, and then you got Mortal Kombat X, and then you get Mortal Kombat 11. So <laughs> it's like they're they're coming, top jump, but they're coming up with more. They're take they're, they're giving more lore, more story to the Mortal Kombat universe. When you look at Street Fighter, it's just the same story. It- 
it's the same story with more characters and then they kind of annex other characters. Yeah. Because, like, uh, in the comics, it, it, without going into great detail, because this would be a whole separate podcast if I wanted to do this one. Yeah. But not that I was ever that big of a fan of E. Honda. I thought he was cool, but I wasn't, like, an E. Honda player. Yeah, yeah. Um, they made him into a joke where he's basically just the big fat man in the background. <laughs> I mean, there's actually, like, one comic where somebody's like, oh, I didn't even see you there. I'm like, that's jacked up. <laughs> that's he's on the cover of Street Fighter 2, you bastards. <laughs> he was here before you were born. Lord, damn it. <laughs> and y'all got him flipping burgers in the background. You didn't see him down doing that move? That's the Honda, bitch. <laughs> I was like, they doing this man so dirty. But at the yeah, same yeah, time, yeah. lore-wise, I get why he's not really present. Because his whole thing was he just wanted to make Sumo a mainstream or, or recognizable mainstream fighting yeah. style. Which it is. And I mean, real world. It is. It is a legitimate fighting style. <laughs> so, in the in uh, the second game, he achieved that. Yeah. Ta-da! His story's over. But he he really had no reason to come back at all. He had no reason to come back. I agree. I thought you were gonna come at me like a spider monkey because I said you want to get rid of Street Fighter. Oh, you, you know. No, like, like I said, I it's it's one of those. It's a classic game. It's a staple game. It is a pioneering game. Capcom, you really need to remember that because you guys are messing up. Well, well, that's true. And also, you know, while we're at it, while we got Capcom, Capcom on the statement, look, Capcom, this, this, it's me, it's me, Mac. Um, you know me. Um, and I know you're listening because you listened to me before, and you answered my prayers because you gave me Mega Man Eleven. And I appreciate that. But baby, <laughs> come, come close, come close. I want to listen to me. Listen to me. Look, I know, I know. Eric is a fan of Battle Network, and I know that he's been praying for a collection. And I just want you to I just want to let you know that I don't give a fuck about that damn collection. Um <laughs> I really don't give a damn. And I don't care about Battle Network. Personally, I wish it would go away. Now, if you can get this Mega Man Battle that's Mega Man Legends collection good to getting together and possibly give us Mega Man Legends three, we'll be square. Yeah, and, and Capcom, while we're at it. I wanna work for you. I will work for you. With a pay cut. I'm for real. I will work for you with a pay cut. Just put me put me on the Street Fighter staff. I will take $5 and a lifetime supply of tacos to help y'all out. You heard that, Capcom? <laughs> that's all. They're like, those lifetime. Like, that's how much I love this series and don't want to see it go under, but. The way they're going is going to go under. The way it's going, yeah, because it's it's. I get what you're saying. You're looking at the competitor, which is street. Street Fighter competitor is Mortal Kombat, and you look at Mortal Kombat 11, and then you look at Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. They are exceedingly doing way better because they's like, okay, fuck it. We're not making new fighters. We're gonna give them new fighters, but we're also gonna add story to it. 
And that's what they did with Mortal Kombat. Hell, they brought back they brought back Shang Song from the damn film. <laughs> right. Yeah, and homie, mean, homie was dead in the first game. Yeah, yeah. And you brought him back because that's how good you are. Like, nope, we're gonna like he literally got so much money. Like, damn, like ah shit. And see, so, like, uh okay, now I love this game too, and it is very much similar. In fact, they did a crossover with Street Fighter, and that is uh King of Fighters. I love King of Fighters. I love SNK. And here's my thing. When I played an SNK game, and it might have been King of Fighters. I think it was King of Fighters the first one I played. Um, even I was like, this is Street Fighter, but they did it better. And they they have a convoluted story, and I actually followed that better. You know what Street Fighter needs to do? And Street Fighter, Capcom, this is what you need to do. This is how you say Street Fighter. Find John Clive Van Damme. <laughs> Get some motion capture and let that man play Gal one more time. Yes. Don't don't let him speak. No talking. Yeah, just don't let him talk. No, let him talk. No, let him talk. Literally just let him do the go home speech. <laughs> I okay. Here, here's a here's a question for you then. So if somebody as you tied up, they about to torture you. They say, we will stop if you pick one of these two video game movies to keep. Street Fighter, and I'm talking about 1994 stuff. Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation. Oh. Annihilation. <laughs> oh, I got I got to get rid of one of these? Yes. Oh, easy. Mortal Annihilation. Fuck that shit. <laughs> they can go away. I'll laugh my ass off of that. <laughs> I will laugh. I will laugh my ass off at, at Street Fighter. And Street Fighter is so hilarious. This is not even. It's not even joking. I could sit there and watch. We we did we did a review on Is It Rotten episode on um, Street Fighter, and we was like, this is so fun to watch, and they know it's shit, and it was so funny because and the whole. Go ahead. Here's my thing about the Street Fighter movie versus like. And I'll say Mortal Kombat and Annihilation, like both of those. Well, Mortal Kombat is good. I like Mortal Kombat. And, and also, I have a, a thing about the the third Mortal Kombat movie. So, what I think the Street Fighter movie had over the Mortal Kombat movies is honestly, the the actors really did look like the characters. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I definitely see it. Even yeah, yeah. even though Raul Julia was on his literal last legs at that point like, he, he was legit dying on set like okay let's do this you know right like you can yeah. clearly see it but you know what how you gonna have a cancer patient be the most intimidating dude on set <laughs> like how in the world and you know i at the time when i was a kid i didn't know that he was a, uh, had cancer but yeah like, it was a selfish poison and yeah what's so funny is that dude was Dying and still brought that M Bison aim game. I'm like that. Of course, that's how you do it. <laughs> if you gonna go out in a crappy movie, you better go out like him. Uh, yeah, go out in style. Like he did. He went out in style because Roger Lee is awesome, and I, I miss him. So you know, really do miss Roger Lee because Roger yeah, he Lee was he was. The goat. He was killing it. He was killing it in that film. Anything he was in at that time was like anything you're in. I'm gonna enjoy it. I know I'm gonna laugh when I'm watching it. I remember this film called The Rookie with him, Clint Eastwood, and Charlie Sheen. 
and it was directed by Clint Eastwood, and it was literally basically like Raw Julia was playing the crime lord in that film, and he acted his ass off in that film, and it was fun <laughs> as hell. And I was like, this film is bad, but <laughs> it, like he so he has that. I mean, yeah, he has like the actual background, which yeah. clearly shows. Yeah. But he really did have a presence. Like no matter what was going on, he's like, if I'm gonna have this scene on my plate, I'm chewing uh, every I'm chewing single piece out of it. <laughs> like he literally, like he literally was calling Clint Eastwood a pig. <laughs> he said, "You and pig." He said, "Pig is going to take a tone and take a night. Um, is going to take a um, going to go sleepy time right now. As soon as I shoot you in the head, okay." I was like, "Damn, really? Let's go!" <laughs> like, ah, like that's what I give the Street Fighter movie. They really, whoever did costume design and casting, yeah, you guys did a good job. Like for real, job. that that you guys really did get people who. For the most part, like DJ, I I love uh what's his name Miguel Nunez. I love him as an actor, and yeah, he did the Jamaican accent fine because I think he like is Jamaican in real life or part Jamaican. Yeah. Um, in terms of look, I hate to say this, but if you just go based on looks, honestly, you could have put any black man there. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. he did, he didn't really look like DJ. He sounded like him. He sounded like him, but he didn't look like him. But yeah, it's kind of like, like this is like a regular old DJ. This is a DJ from Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when I watched Street Fighter, I when I watched it the first time, when I watched it the first time I ever seen it, I was like, man, this film. Okay, well, then I watched it the second time. I was like, man, this film is hilarious as fuck. Quick. Change the channel, you know, stupid stuff like that. Um, <laughs> that light always got me. That always got me. I was like, I just like, oh god, this is hilarious. And um, you know, um, it's just damn that film is funny to watch. I I I love watching it. Which with with you know with Mortal Kombat, the reason I love it, it's the same thing. It's stupid, but it's funny to watch. Just like the whole point of you know. You know, Johnny Cage literally telling, you know, telling Goro, he said, that was 150 pounds. Those, those shades cost $150, $150, asshole, and start kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> it's always funny to see, like, the practical effects back there because dude was kicking a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> no, he kicked the Muppet in the nuts, and that was the best part. <laughs> okay, Ooh. as a kid, I actually almost wore out the VHS because that part crack me up so Every bad. Time. He went in there and did the splits and went boom. He said, oh, oh. And then he, he going off screen. Like, oh my gosh, that part had me in tears every time. But here's my thing. So I, I love the campiness of those movies. And then we get 2021 Mortal Kombat. And uh, okay. I I have a love hate thing with this movie. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It doesn't have it, the the new Mortal Kombat. I'll admit, it, it's it takes itself too serious. Yeah, it's it, ah. because here's my yeah. here's my thing, and I was glad because um I saw a nostalgia critic. Well, that's himself, not that's nostalgia critic. Yeah. I saw him say this, and when he said this, I was like. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought this one yeah. because 
he was on point when he said it actually feels like two movies in one. And it really yeah. does. It does. Because the it, stuff with, with Sub-Zero and Scorpion, oh, that's a movie gasm right there. That movie, oh, I that love that stuff. Good. The beginning, I'll admit, the beginning is good. And then the middle was like, ugh. It's like, y'all could have not done this. You couldn't. You, you did too much. Like, that's too much. I, I felt like what I, what I wanted, I think what they were trying to do was like, okay, we're not going to have the tournament. They're just going to fight, which I get. But I also don't get. <laughs> right. Like, okay. So I'm just going to run down the stuff that was cool and the stuff that bothered me. So the number one thing that bothered me about that opening scene, and I blame more so the trailer than the movie, because this could have actually always been the case. But the trailer made it seem like, you know, the baby that Raiden finds? Yeah. I thought that was supposed to be Cole Young. You know, because because they were leading up to, and I think yeah, they the, were leading up to that being Cole Young, and it's not. It's which 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 is funny because when you actually see the scene play out, it's like, well, yeah, I guess it can't because it's a little too far back in time yeah. for that to be the case. But then you really think about that, and Raiden was the one who said it, where it was like his great 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 great. It's like, wait, why do we need all of those generations in there to get to Cole? Why couldn't it just have been like? His great great grandpa. Like, why did it have to be like a hundred years later? <laughs> I, I I get it. Like I said, like I said before, it took itself too serious. With Mortal Kombat, especially Street Fighter, you need goofiness. You yeah, need to balance it out because if you don't balance it out, it's gonna be corn. It's not gonna be fun. It's just gonna be boring. Like, okay, this is boring. Stop being serious. Be funny. You know, I'll admit the one person that I liked in that film. Oh, you better say it. You better Kano. say it. Yes. Kano I, I, I made that Kano. film. I thought Kano, Kano, no offense, saved that film for it. You saved it. Yes. He saved it. What, what got me was, yes, his dialogue was funny, but what really got me was when, um, Wait, I think Sonya was explained to Cole that she didn't have a, a dragon symbol. And yeah. in the background, you hear, womp, womp. Womp, womp. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah that I had just, me on the floor. That had me on the floor. Like, I, I'm like, oh, so Kano's a good guy? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then it's like, he's a bad guy. I was like, I was like please don't kill. I was sitting there like, please don't kill. Please don't. Kano. Yeah. Don't do, it. don't do it. Because Kano's just too funny. He makes this film watchable. And then I was watching this film, and I was like, and then they killed, and then Sonya killed him. I was like, damn it. <laughs> and you know, okay, and conversely, okay, so I'm not a Kano person, but that Kano loved him. But yeah, uh, I love the person who played Kano. I would love to meet the actor who played Kano because yes, that's how, that's how brother, you killed it. You <laughs> killed it. You he need more film roles. You killed yeah, it. Exactly. I agree. He needs more film roles. I love that guy. That guy was so hilarious. I, I and was, it was it was so subtle too. It wasn't like he was like over the top goofy. He was just like, just, yeah, if yeah, brown uh, hand. <laughs> Need a dragon but, symbol, duh. <laughs> but here, here's what got me. So two of my favorite Mortal Kombat characters are Cabal and Melina. And I don't mean the movie. I mean the game. I love yeah. Cabal. I love Melina. Why did they mess up both of my characters in that movie? I I'm I about to throw some hands. I, I, I don't know how they mess up Melina because I was like, this is not Melina. This is basically just a woman with some that just got spaghetti on her face. I said that was a black woman with spaghetti on her face. Spaghetti face. She just got what you just got done eating a bowl of spaghetti and then um 
Cabal, I was like, okay, Cabal, yeah, you're not Cabal. Because here's the thing, like, I, I know what they were trying to do. They're trying to make Cabal like Deadpool, which actually he pretty much is. He is kind of the Mortal Kombat version of Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. But they didn't do anything with him. All he did, he he did what Kano did. He just didn't hit the same notes as Kano. Well, that's true. But you know, if they were if they're gonna make a sequel, which I don't think they're gonna do, I mean, I was happy with the fact that he was going after Channing Cage. I was like, okay, good job. You're going after another smart ass, which is perfect. Yeah. Um, but um what they need to do is what I want. If they did a sequel, and I need if you wanna go more weirder with the sequel, which I would love it, I will invite this and they bring Stryker in. If they bring Stryker into this film, I will Wet my pants watching this. Yeah, like it, it, I don't get why there's such a hate with Stryker. Like I didn't think he was that bad. No, no, I character. don't. I don't think he was just he's just a cop. That's all. But you wanna know what? You wanna know the reason why I want Stryker? You wanna know what Stryker does? One of his little finishing moves is he can literally take the taser and tase the shit out your nuts. That's oh yeah. Yeah. He tased your nut like I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Sinister ever, like yes. <laughs> and then, like the other part about the movie, because this is the same thing that kind of Annihilation suffer from, but they they very much toned it back. And that was so. I think they added maybe one or two more characters than they needed to. Because what was the point of Nitara? Like she was, they didn't need her at all. Wait, Katara was in this film. No, Nitara, the vampire girl. Oh, 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 okay, cool. Like, all Shang Tsung said was, isn't she hot? And then she dies. It's like, what was the... What was the point? Yeah. Yeah, what? You're not gonna make... Look, my problem was, if you're not gonna make Melina hot, then what's the point in bringing her in this damn film in the first place? Melina is is hot. And the only thing that didn't make her hot was the daggone mouth. And I was like, Okay, so you did the opposite. You made her hot in the face, but you didn't get her in the little hot suit that she always in. Okay, right, and, and also her personality is just yeah, yeah. Like, her personality was not like it wasn't sexy or anything. It was more so like, okay, yeah, I'm just a killer. I'm like, you're not Melina. You're just some random chick that just no. You're just so you're 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 crushing my vibe with Melina. Right, and, and do I mind that she was black? Not at all. Not at I, all. I, I don't got no I was problem. actually applauding that if one. If you're going to play Melina, then you need to do some do some struts and some shit like that. Act, act like you like act like you're gonna like just act like oh your blood tastes good stuff like that. You know, make it sound. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm, and I know what I'm saying. Like I know I'm saying like a horn dog for Melina, and I understand that. But but, but that's kind of what they did with her in the game. That's they, what she was in the damn game. She was acting that way in the damn game, and we liked it. That was the whole point. She was not. She she felt like she was beautiful, but to us, she was like, ugh. But that's the way she acted. She strutted. She strutted the way like the way she acted. She acted like a. I wait. I want to say it like I, I'm a tall, like I see it. She was literally a hooker that killed people. She was an assassin hooker, and right, that's she acted in the game, and that's what they they didn't do that in the movie. They did like she just was straight up a hot assassin. And I was like, okay, cool. Like yeah, yeah and and that's, it was so weird that how people were reacting to her face. Where I'm like, that wasn't scary at all. At all, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want hot assassin, that's what Sonya Blade is. And she had an attitude problem. Yeah, I know she tends to have an attitude problem, but yeah. she she was like super stank in this one. It's like 
so you're, you're going to get mad at Cole Young, who literally was just kind of brought into this. Nobody told him anything. Nobody told him shit. <laughs> and sorry that he doesn't necessarily believe what you just said, because, again, he doesn't know anything. Well, and you're going to get mad at him because he didn't know? He literally just said, I don't know. I don't know, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, she uh, was just stank for no reason. No reason. Like, and like... Actually, okay. in all honesty, Jax was better than her. Yes. Even though they did him dirty, too. They they had him be the big buff black man, and then, like, he was out of the movie for, like, 85% of the movie. Yeah, yeah. We're going to give you these stone hands. Make sure you use your dragon tattoo to fix this. Okay, cool. <laughs> I thought that was so messed up about how they gave him, like, the little T-Rex arms, and I'm like, why y'all got it? Why y'all did him like this? Yeah. <laughs> That, I didn't like that. Yeah, I, I sure as hell didn't like it. Like his origin story was stupid. At least in the Annihilation, I'll give Annihilation this. And even though it's a stupid film, there was like at least they gave him a reason. Like, look, you got you went away, and I did some experiments, and yeah, I got my arms better, you know. And then at the end, he's like, you didn't need that shit. You need your arms all the way. Yeah, cool. Let's do this. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Like that, and that's the problem with the characters. Like not counting Scorpion Sub Zero, because you know all the budget went to them. That's what it was. That All the was. budget went to them. <laughs> that went to them. That was the whole point of Scorpion and Sub-Zero. That was the whole budget. In fact, that's what kind of made me mad about the movie. It's like, for all of the money that you spent on making this movie, just to spend like 90% of it on and scenes these with two these two who were not even the core part of the story. No, it wasn't even the core part of the story. <laughs> they, they were just a plot device. Like, like Luke Kane was in the background. I'm like, Luke Kane is the main character he's the one that i was sitting there like do y'all not know i play mortal Kombat, and i know luke kane is the main fucking character he's the one that kills shao Kahn. he's the one that look you want to know the guy i said i, I would have was like you want to know the guy who rips the heart out of shao Kahn? that guy right there that's the guy who rips the hair out well not the heart he rips one of the hearts of shao Kahn and literally right sold in the air he's the one that does it not him not not whatever his name is, it's him. Cole. It, it was so funny about Cole is so I'm not against Cole being a new character. Cause here's my argument. I'm not against them making him a character. I'm against what they do with that character. Yeah. Which was nothing. Nothing. They did nada. Cause even in his final fight, guess who actually saved him? His great, 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 great grandfather. Yeah, like homie was like, "Look, I should have been dead. Why can't you fix the family legacy? Why I gotta come back for this? Why one? I gotta come back and do this? Like he just look at. I mean, I'll admit, I'll admit this, and this is me admitting one thing. I did like the fact that he literally shouted, "Get over here!" Like stuff like yes, some callbacks, and I like that. You know, and, and I, I, I was, I loved it. Right. It just it to me. I was like, "Well, the first one was interesting." I meant they didn't get into like the first two Mortal Kombat. They didn't get into the 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 fight between Sub Zero and um, Sub Zero and, and Scorpion. I meant that, and I'll admit that some people that I think you want to know why they did that because a lot of motherfuckers are mad at the fact that why are these two on the same sides? They hate each other. Get it? Yes. But but, but I'll admit that. But I tell people, watch the film, listen to the dialogue. He literally, Shang Shang said, 
I, he said Sub Zero and Scorpion, two of the deadliest assassins that are under my rule. That were that are yeah, under, they were uh, under my finger. They're under they, my yeah. Rule. They were basically hypnotized. They were hypnotized, so they don't know who the fuck this person is. They just know they kill the people in front of them. So I said, listen to the film. The film. I admit, I admit that Mortal Kombat is not a great film, more wise. But what they do, unlike any other film, they is. I'll put it like this. It seems it. I feel like out of all the game films, it feels like with with Mortal Kombat, the first one, they at least played the gameplay and they knew what the story was about, and yes, and they knew what what the fuck they had to do to make the story take off. That was the reason, and they whatever counterpoints that you had an argument against. They they found a solution for it, just like with the Sub Zero thing. Like, why are they together? Shang Shang explained it. That I I brought them brainwashed. I'm controlling them. That's why. But yeah, that's why they're not doing anything to me because they had every reason to do something to me. And yeah. here they are. Yeah. I got my arms around them, and we're taking selfies. Yep, yep, yep. So I I just I I get I get I, I'm just want to let everybody know. I know the arguments, but I just like with with. I get the arguments with Mortal Kombat 1. I get all the arguments, but the thing about it is, if you compare it to every other game film that was made before The Last of Us and Sonic the Hedgehog, they were all shit. Yeah. They were. Like, we we had Mortal Kombat, we were excited because at least it kind of seemed like it was making an attempt. Yeah. And that was Paul W.S. Anderson, the same guy who did Resident Evil, and that was shit. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting there praising the man for doing something, and I got to unpraise him. I was just like, yeah, he does, but this is the same guy who did Resident Evil, and that film was shit. Yeah. And, and what's so bad about the third movie is the potential. Out of all three of them, the potential was actually... The most potential. Yeah, you're right. Like, it, it literally had a lot more potential than... Like, the trailers made it out to be this is going to be epic. And I was like, this is going to be, this is going to put the other two Mortal Kombat to shame. Instead, it's like, no, you're, you're still, you're, you're kind of in the same boat, at least the same waters. Because what I told like my brother, my younger brother, who didn't see it until like a couple weeks ago, I was like, watch it. Because when I watched it, I can't say it was bad, but I can't say it was good. I just kind of was like, huh? Yeah. Because, Again, it felt like two different movies. Yeah. And so I can't I can't say it's overall bad and overall good because the parts that were good had the absolute most effort put into them. That made it so much fun. The parts where it was like, huh, were the parts where it's like that should have been the core of the movie. And it's almost like that was an afterthought. Yeah. I, no, I'm, I, I'm agreeing with you. Like, that, I, I definitely loved uh, Kung Lao. Kung Lao, just like Kano. Had Kung Lao was up. awesome. I, I, I was so mad when they killed him off. I was like, you killed him, Kano! Fuck you! Screw you, Liu Kang! You could have done better! <laughs> I let your cousin shout. die! <laughs> I was cussing. I was cussing stuff. This thing, first, I was like, it was like, it was all like an all, like, domino effect. Like, don't you make Kung Lao. Don't, don't you like, it was like, don't you make, do not make Kano bad. Just make him a good guy. Just change the film up. We can make, Kano can be a good guy. He was a good game, good guy in the future games. 
just 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 make him the middleman. We don't make we don't have to make him the bad guy. And then he just talked to he talked to he talked to King uh, Cabal, and I was like, uh, don't do it, don't do it. And then he came out as a bad guy. I was like, fuck. And then, Which is funny because they actually kind of switched their personalities a little bit. Because if I recall, neither one of them were really good or bad. It was just no. like they—they were kind of like anti-heroes. Anti-heroes, and that's what Kano was. He was just the middleman. He was literally the penguin. He was legit the penguin. That's all he did. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not on your side. I'm not on this side. I'm all about me. I just right. And, and, and here's the thing about their conflict. Their conflict is a real thing. They should have hated each other. Like yeah. that should have been in the movie. Yes. But Kano's like, look, brother, uh, look, I got a deal on some drugs right now. You want to get on this? Like, why? Wh- why? Why? Why should he listen to you? Like, yeah. you two are from rival gangs. This is like the Blood and Crips. Why should why? you two be friends? Yeah, exactly. Why you should be friends? It's just that's the way I feel about it. I'm like, y'all two shouldn't be happy to get. You shouldn't even be bros. You should be like. As soon as he shows up, he's like, fuck you. I don't got nothing to say to you. He said, all right, you should get it. He said, I got a different. I don't want to hear it. Get the fuck out of here before I kill you. You know. And what's so like funny that. is that that's how it kind of started. Like, they kind of started like that, where, you know, Kano, Kano saw Cabal, and he's basically like, I got nothing to say to you. And Cabal's like, good, I got nothing to say to you either. Yep. But then, like, I don't even know how that got flipped around other than, oh, wasn't it like Cabal was trying to that's what it was. He was trying to get Kano on their side to up their power, I guess. But it still was like, I don't think uh, Cabal would have cared enough because he wasn't on a side and neither no. was K- uh, Kano. Neither one of them were on a side other right. than their own games. Right. That's what made the movie that was angered me a little bit because like with the first one, they they explained it. But with this one, it's like it, there's no exhalation. Like, let's just make and, and then the number one problem I had, and again, thank you, Nostalgia Critic, for pointing this out because even I paused for a second because I'm like, did I hear that right? Because the whole time, Raiden was like, I can't get involved. I can't get involved. I can't get involved. And steadily throughout the movie, he was getting involved. Right. It's like, and then at the end, talking about, well, I can't do anything about it. I can't stop the Mortal Kombat war that's about to happen. What does he do at the end? He shoots Shang Tsung in the chest. It's like, uh, um, where were you this whole time? Where where were you? Because because you didn't broke your own rule right there. At least and everybody. Talk, I, I, this goes back to Mortal Kombat one. At least with Christopher Lambert, uh, um, Raiden Lambert or whatever Lambert. At least with Lambert's Raiden, if you listen to him, he legit. He didn't explain that he can't interfere with certain things. He just interfered. He just literally was like, like for example, everybody want to talk about that scene where the people were about to attack him when they was in that room. He didn't interfere yeah. with the fighting, the tournament. He interfered with them trying to kill them. That's a difference. <laughs> right, because that, that would have broken the rule, the, yeah. the Mortal Kombat rules, because you can't just outright kill them without yeah, the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. So he was, he was everything that, every, that right, I meant, hate when people talk about that right, and I said, that right and followed every rule. He didn't break no rules, none. When he told him straight up, when he told him, like, look, he told him, hey, can you come with that world? I can't come with you that world. Can't come. 
cannot come, you know. But but I can get you guys there. I, I mean, can get you guys there. But, but I I can't go there with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't go there with you. But I'll get you there. They'll, and then he told me there'll be another guy, and that's where we got uh you know Princess Katana who was hot as hell. Um, and <laughs> Harry Sutter. <laughs> uh, so um, I, I I agree with you. Like I said, we're talking about similarities with the original and new one. I feel like the original is still supreme. I'm just being honest. Yeah, like, like, and that that's the problem. Like, in terms of, uh, what's the word? Um, consistency. Yeah. They the first one was definitely the most consistent. It's not 100. percent We acknowledge that. Yeah, we but I acknowledge it. It's not the best, but it sticks to his guns. Yeah, because again, a lot of the stuff. They didn't over-explain it. They didn't under-explain it. It was just like, well, how come you did that? Because they were about to kill you, and that's illegal. Ta-da! Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> that's why. He explained it. Like, yeah, it's a- He literally explained it when he was walking with him. Like, I tell people, watch the film. Listen to the dialogue. If I, he said, you tell him this, you can't interfere with the, um, you can't interfere with the terminal. What was that? He said, they were breaking the rules. That's why I helped you. They can't kill you. But, yeah, just like, notice, I didn't kill them. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I could him. have killed I just him. I scared him. Like, and the fact, he basically, he, in all honesty, he stood his ground because he did that white. And then he said, I don't think so. Basically, oh, he's I love him, that line. The yeah, way he delivered that, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, he, he literally told him that. But the reason why he told him that, he said, Look, you can attack them. You're going to have to attack me. But if you attack me, I have every right to kill you. <laughs> and, the, the and also, the other thing is, Dude was sitting there the whole time. He was just like, I'm going to see how this plays out. If it goes too far, boom. I'll I'll put my hand in there. You know, I'll help him out. But it was. But but other than that, he was sitting right there while the other three were whooping behind. And he was just like, I'm not going to stop. I just love the fact he just, you just hear a clap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, that was good. But what you going to do about them? Oh, and see that that's why he's probably the best rated. And again, if anybody comes out with the whole whitewashing thing, screw that. Screw it doesn't that. matter. It, was good. it does not matter. It does not matter. I love the Miss Raiden. He was I mean the cast loved him. The whole I feel like Mortal Kombat in general, compared to other ones, it felt like the whole cast they loved. If you literally looked at them and listened to them in the interview, they love working with each other. Yeah, and they loved it, and um, that's like, for example, when they made the sequel to Mortal Kombat, which wasn't directed by the same director, it was directed by another director. Um, you know, a lot of the cast was like, "Fuck that, I'm not doing that." Like, it, like for example, um, Brandon Ashby literally was like, um, Lyndon Ashby was like, you know what? He looked at that script. He said, "Look, yeah, I look, saw I, that interview." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I looked at that script, and I was like. Nah, I'm not doing this. Look, why? Like, I, I'm like, he said, he looked at that script. He said, this is cool and all, but I'm going to pass on this. He said, look, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking Johnny Cage. I killed Goro. I faced Scorpion. Why the fuck should I get killed in the first half of the film? <laughs> hey, here's the thing. The guy that they got, because I forgot his name. I know he was in the next Karate Kid as yeah. a love interest, which that took me a while. I didn't even recognize him, but, um, I have to say, as a kid, they did look enough alike that I didn't notice the difference. Right. But here's the big difference. If you actually stack them next to each other, 
dude from the second movie is a lot thicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude had some muscles. Like yeah, the other yeah. guy didn't really have muscles. <laughs> but we are in agreement that the first one, first Mortal Kombat was. It it just was more consistent. Again, not not the best movie out there, but it was more consistent. The second movie was probably the best at just overall campy. Yeah. Campiness. Cause my goodness, you cannot take that movie seriously at Hell all. Hell no. That Too was bad. like a college play right there. It was. Too bad you will die. You will die. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it. I was like, damn it. I threw my hat. I was like, damn it, this is stupid. <laughs> also, like, now, this is a personal thing. And again, we're talking about Mortal Kombat races. There, There is no such thing at, in terms of, like, outworldly DNA all that. There is no such thing as black, white, whatever. It's not. No. But I was kind of miffed about the fact that the one black character, and because I didn't have a lot of black female characters in gaming I had to latch on to what I got as a kid the fact that Jade was quote unquote black in the games and then they made Jade Asian in the movie I'm like this is double hit racism right here yeah yeah yeah. like what not only why did you take the black girl away which was messed up why did you give it to an Asian woman who just so happens to be named Jade that's a double hit (laughs) This movie has so. This movie is literally like um, just just everything wrong and then so. And then you got poor Luke K or uh, what's his face? Uh, Robin Shu. Yeah, you had him. I know he was trying. You can tell. Oh he yeah, was you can tell. To, Robin he was Shue trying to get that Oscar. He was trying <laughs> to get that. He was like, I'm gonna get this Oscar, damn it! And um, yeah, it's funny. Robin Shu's literally has been in a lot. It's funny. You look at Robin Shu's like filmography. He's been in a lot yeah. of video game movies. He was in Dead or Alive, which he was in uh, the Chun Li movie. Yes, he was. <laughs> now he, the character he played is like, uh, who? Uh, that that was not cool. That was wrong. That was the wrong, was wrong casting. Wrong casting, like. But but it just is so funny seeing him act compared to everybody else because it's like, bro, look around you. You think anybody else is taking this seriously? No. <laughs> Everybody looking at him like, I, we're, dude, we're here for a paycheck. <laughs> he was like, I'm not here to play any games. It's I'm like, I'm here to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you had a literal mud fight to see. And you are trying to get an Oscar. It's like, nah. nah you dog, got two nah, hot females nah. fighting in the mud. You should know where you are. <laughs> yeah, you're like check, 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 check everything around you, man. Check, check, check the room. It wasn't that good. I mean, they, if you looked at the seat that they, if you looked at the room that Raiden was in, you knew what film. When he went in that room to talk to the elder gods, you knew exactly what fucking film you were like, in. That was a sound set. <laughs> They had no budget. <laughs> they had no budget. They just literally did a sound set with, with like, uh, and then I, 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 everybody talked shit about the last one. Like, ah, oh, this look like, 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 um, like Sega CD graphics. I said, do you not see the second one? The Elder Gods look like shit. Yeah, they they look like something from old school Power Rangers. Yes, they do. Like, and that, that no, show had a budget. School, no, Zordon looked better than them shit. Uh, <laughs> Zordon had, looked better than him. <laughs> they had uh, was it was it Shinnok? They had him folded up like a Rubik's cube. Oh my god, that was hilarious. 
God. <laughs> oh my oh my god, you joking with Superman Superman 2. <laughs> Superman 2 this man enfolded him. <laughs> what also got me was again with the acting. I love the fact that yeah, we were told in the second game that Melina and Katana were twins. twins. You know, come come to find out they're clones, but let's just call them twin sisters for yeah. the sake of argument. What got me was again. Look at Talisa Soto. And then look at the woman they got to play her clone. And Sonya got the nerve to be like, Katana? Oh my, ho, does that look like Katana to you? Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it didn't even look close. Close to Katana. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you know Talisa Soto looks hot? Can somebody at least do, you can do some camera work and make, I can literally make a clone of myself in camera. And I could do it with less technology. They have more money than me. They could have done more. That was a that was a bad film. That was a bad. Right. Film. I, I I love the fact that the the woman who played Melina, she was like, "You wish." It's like, yeah, I kind of do, to be I honest, because um, you you just look like the Pink Power Ranger who's having a problem right now. <laughs> yep, yep. Boy, that film. But but again, it it's campy. That's one of those. Not only do you have to shut your brain off, you got to shut everything off. You got to shut everything off. You got to. Oh, you can't brain. apply no logic. Oh, just shut everything just off shut and everything just. Everything off, like yeah, logic. <laughs> like you got to get back and you got to go back to kindergarten to listen. Watch but that. yeah, if you're not laughing, like <laughs> you got your brain too much on, you have to start laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> yeah, if you if you're not hitting those laughing notes, you got too much brain power going on. Turn it off. Because it's that bad. It's really the bad. fact that they made Raiden in that movie a horn dog. I'm like, you are so I'm sorry. But oh, and I've seen that guy in other stuff, and he's not a bad actor. No, but... he's not a bad actor. It's just that you knew in that film, and I was like, this film. When I I remember watching that, and I was like, you killed when they killed Johnny film Johnny Cage. I was like, oh, this is gonna suck. <laughs> <It's>, here's the. <laughs> <laughs> I it 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 didn't catch me off guard because I think in the second movie they do say that he he dies, but I was also like, well, hold on, okay, why no, he doesn't kill die? My... He doesn't even die in the game. He just get captured. They don't kill. Okay, him. okay, like, but st and I get that they're trying to get rid of him for the sake of continuity here. But it was like you guys could have done this so much better. You could have just literally just took them to another realm or something. Like he's in a realm trapped there forever and. Like, yeah, because y'all didn't ask about Jax. Definitely didn't ask about Jax. Like, yeah, you you literally stumbled upon him like, Jax, you were here yeah. the whole time? Girl, I've been here for 10 years! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't notice that I disappeared in the first movie? You you acknowledged I was there in the first movie, but you didn't notice, and we've been partners for, like, 20 years that I was gone? <laughs> right. That's like Bridget Wilson. They were trying, they, like, they looked at Bridget Wilson, and I was like, man, Bridget Wilson is Sonya Blade to me. And, um... She was hot in that film. Yeah. She's still hot in that. She's still hot. I, I mean, I would have loved to see Bridget Wilson reprise her role one more time. And everybody was talking shit about Bridget Wilson and her her fighting style. And I was like, let me explain to you why. I, I'll tell y'all people, Bridget Wilson put in the work. She put yeah. in the work. She put in the work. She literally sparred with Robin Shue to get those get those kicks up. So she never, she never did any martial arts. She literally put in the work. That's what I tell you about the first one. They put in the work. They just, the execution just didn't get there a lot. Didn't get there 
to show a lot of people in the film because it's like they put in the work. They they were trying to make a good film. It's just the execution wasn't there. So, right, and then they 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 actually added pops of color in the second film. Good on you, but that seemed to have gone to, to all budget because you guys dropped everything else. Dropped the whole like the whole execution was not even like close to. Wait, like, poor, you, look uh, one, you look at the first one and the second one. You look at the first one. The first one execution was done well. The second one they polished the cut. They made it more graphically appealing, but the execution was done poorly. It was piss poor execution. But I will say the one death that I thought was funny because I thought this was appropriate was uh, Shiva getting squished. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she got squished like a spider. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but again, it, this was suffered from too many people in the movie because oh my gosh, the way that they took out people, it was like, why were you even here? Why are you in here? Yeah. So I, my my friend was the was the one who pointed out that Noob Cybot was in the movie. I was like, I've seen this movie at least ten times and never once noticed he was there. <laughs> That's like, um, that's like, for example, that's like, um, they did that whole dragon. Oh, they're all dragons and stupid. I was like, oh, this film sucks. This film sucks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then, like, again, the third one, I, I kind of rank it as just consistency wise, first, third, second, because the third one, again, you can see the effort put in. That's very clear. Yeah, they're really good. But did nobody notice that you two were making two different movies? <laughs> clear, clearly, somebody dropped the scripts, scooped them up, and nobody noticed that these were two different movies. <laughs> nobody noticed it. They was like, ah, shit. Like that, the person who was running the script, he was like, I want to get fired. I was already late with the coffee. They about to fire me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, all right, so quickly, because uh, we're, we're, we've been doing this for two hours now. Quickly, let's get to anime. Um, let's do a quick anime. Um, favorite anime. Okay, you're talking to somebody who has seen over seven thousand titles. Well, like I said, we're gonna get you on another time, so we're probably gonna you can you can just off the yeah, because this this one, oh my goodness, my my friends even talk to me about this one because they're like, we can't even touch you on this one. I'm like, I know, shut up, listen. <laughs> Okay, my favorite one, just at a pure, absolute nostalgia, is Tenchi Muyo. Because okay. Ryoko was probably, and she, she's not the first one I watched, because the first one I watched was Sailor Moon. But out of the ones where I'm like, again, I'm, I'm very secure in my sexuality, but sometimes you anime people, mm, you guys make me question a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, I in real life I'm not I'm not really I, I think women are beautiful. Right. I I and I've I have been put in situations where I'm like, let's see where this goes. But yeah, I can definitely tell you I, I'm not into women. Nothing wrong with that. Right. But uh the reason why the number one reason why I love Tinchi so much is because oh, Ryoko. Right. There was I think I have a thing for dominant women. I think that's what my thing is. Because I talk about Angelina Jolie and Ryoko, and both of them got that dominant personality. <laughs> they both got that, oh, I'm going to string you up against a chandelier and make you scream energy. Right, right. I, I and, and here I am like, okay, mommy. <laughs> I, 
right. Uh, I mean, I'll go real quick. Um, I, I, I got plenty of animes. Um, there's one anime in particular that's really, really good. Um, I, I want to say my favorite anime is Dragon Ball Z, but uh, Dragon Ball, but um, I gotta go with, uh, and I'm gonna go with an anime to recommend. I recommend um, Ronin Warriors. Oh, yes. That's yeah. actually a good one. It's cheesy, but it's good. It is really cheesy. Oh, that it got that 80s cheese on it. It got that 80s cheese on it. Like, I remember watching this, like, Ronin Warriors! But I will say that some of the theme music is a, they're bangers. I'm like, shoot, I downloaded some of that. Oh uh, yeah, it's so cool because you hear that movie. I'm like, what the hell? This this flaps like you hear that movie? You hear that music? Like, oh yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> but oh my gosh, I can't deny how 80s, early 90s cheese that show is. But show, I love it. Was, it. it was cheese. I, it was a cheese fest, but. Damn it, it was good cheese. Yes, this is like, this is that good gourmet cheese. Yes, yes. Like, it It was in that era of G.I. Joe, and it was trying yes. to be like G.I. Joe. But it was like, think about it, it was like Sailor Moon, but it was Sailor Moon on Earth. Yeah, it was Sailor Moon for, for boys. boys. Without, yeah. without them actually just outright saying it, because it's the same typical five colors and personalities and whatnot. Well well it was not five colors. It was just five different armors for Yeah that's yeah that's what I was trying to say. Five different armors. Yeah. Yeah because you got the wildfire who was for fire. Um the green one which was for I forgot what which was thunder. Um my favorite one was blue the blue dude. Blue was moon. Blue was moon, yeah. Uh and then you got the orange one which was for rock. Yes. Was he the fat dude? I, yeah, I can't he remember. Was he was, I don't know he was fat. He just you know how you you know back in the nine you know it was pure eighties when you had like you had to have a like a fat character to eat. Yeah, yeah, it had the fat one. Yeah, it had the fat it, one. But he it, wasn't, it, even if he wasn't like fat, actually, he he was fatter than the skinnier ones. He was bigger than the other ones. Like he was, I would say he was bulky. But let's put it like that: either the fat one or the guy that eats a lot, and that's what he was. Right, he, exactly. He was the guy that ate a lot, and you know that's what he was. And he's probably my second because I loved his. Both blue and orange, I love their personalities. Yeah. I, I like I like um like the villains. I like Kale because he has like this dark sinister voice like this, you know. <laughs> I, I liked it. <laughs> I may, I remember I did a whole um a bridge version of that. Um and I put it I uploaded to YouTube a long time ago and um I made a joke of Kale um and he said, who are you? I'm Kale. I'm Kale of darkness. And then somebody was like, you mean like the plant? No, it's me. It's a not a cave. It's me, not, not, not a cave, you idiot. <laughs> like, stuff like that. I made that joke. <laughs> but that, that's what I love about, like, some of the early Americanized, because they had to clean it up for the kitty. Yeah. Because... Because remember, we were talking about um, Sailor Neptune and Uranus being <clears throat> cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> cousins. <clears throat> They're not cousins. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, it, yeah, I was a little bit older when that particular part of the series came out. But even I was like, I know good and well. Cousins. They are not. not cousins. There's no way. Uh, I'm, 
like, I don't know who you guys are trying to fool here. We both live in the south, and I'll be like, that's not how cousins act, even down here. No. Yeah, it's like, I got a lot of cousins. I got a lot of female cousins. I have uh, yet to do that. that. Yeah, I mean, I got a cousin who are just like Sailor Neptune and Sailor, um, like those two in um in the Japanese lore, and <laughs> she they, she doesn't act like that. <laughs> 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 not around me nope but they were cool characters like oh, they, they were, were cool they were like cool. Her, those two and sailor sad or yeah sailor sad because girl was like two feet tall and could blow a planet so i'm like oh i'm not who don't forget ooh. your anniversary with her <laughs> that I mean, is that is that one girl you do not forget anything <laughs> you don't forget nothing you know it's better than sailor mars who just does a fireball like oh sailor mars like, oh, but you know, what's what's interesting about them is all of them are really in their own ways very beautiful. Yeah, like, it, it artwork wise, they are very beautiful, but personality wise, they're very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, like when it came to the outer the outer realm ones, I thought they were just overall cooler. Yeah. Like, and I think it's because there was a maturity thing going on. That, that's 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 the reason when you tell me to go watch Sailor Moon, and you said I don't know about that. That was too campy back then. And then you told me there was a new one you got to watch. Also. Yeah, it's it's Sailor Moon Crystal. That one is actually more closely related to the anime or uh, the manga. Okay. Okay. Right. So, but but at the same time, it's not like the the old school one didn't follow the the manga it did because you're going to see a lot of parallels but you're also going to see with the newer one stuff is in a different order and then you're kind of like oh that actually makes more sense <laughs> because um i think one thing that they did do if i if uh i remember correctly you know how in the old school one uh sailor Sailor Tuxedo. Let's try that again. Tuxedo Mask. mask. <laughs> yeah, he's an honorary Sailor Scout. <laughs> but um, how he's in college and uh, Sailor Moon is in high school. Yeah. Okay, honestly, side note, I didn't see any real problem with that. I know that that's a problem now, but I really didn't see that big of a problem with it because it's not like they hid anything or did anything. They literally yeah. dated. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think in the... uh. In the newer one, they knocked him back a few years, so he's in high school with them, but he's still older. That makes sense, you know. That makes sense because, like, when you watch the original, it's like she's in middle school, she's in high school. I don't like this because every time I watch that show, I was like, I remember as a kid, it's good when you're a kid is a different story. Like they're they're like seven years older than you, so right, it, it's different, you know. But when you when you're you watch it, like to me. Watch the Sailor Moon like as a 34 year old man, it's like, um, nope, I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> you know, that's the way I feel. If you watch, say, I feel like if you're watching Sailor Moon as a 34 year old man, I'm like, dude, really? <laughs> Woo, FBI, open up. Open up. Yeah, that's the way I feel when you watch it. You know, it, it's. It's not it's not right to watch it, but the way you make it sound, the crystal is literally more of an adult version, which makes me feel comfortable. Yeah, and, and they take out a lot of the well the uh the stuff where remember those alien kids that showed up that were like in the classroom with them? Yeah, about like, the cats. 
No, 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 not not them. There was like two. A- it it was actually filler, but there was two alien characters named Alan and Anne, which uh, I thought was stupid. Well, okay. So for those of you who do watch the old school one, that's not in there because that was all like American filler. Like none of that's in there, and that was like that had enough episodes to be its own season. I think it was. So yeah, none of that's in there. Yeah, but yeah, like. But yeah, the crystal one, again, if you saw the first one, you're not going to necessarily be surprised because both of them did follow the manga. It's just the old school one had to Americanize it just a little, a lot of it. And this, the other one doesn't. It it just, it basically gets straight to the point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why, you know, when you watch stuff today, you know, back then, it's this. It was the four when during the four kids era, there was a lot of stuff cut out in the four kids era. Like you watch the four kids one piece and you'd be like, oh man, there's a lot. Cause if you there's I remember when I watched the four kids one piece and I was like, this is stupid. And a lot of people were telling me, one piece is better. And I was like, really? I said, yeah, that crazy film, that crazy show I saw on one for kids. And then I watched the dub version. Yes. I finally watched the dub version and I started seeing it. Like the dub, actual dub version where they just, it was fun. It's the, it's called, I literally, it's the fun, I want to tell people like this, it's the Funimation dub. The Funimation dub Americanize it, but it don't take out, it doesn't make it child free. It's literally for adults. So. Right. And honestly, a lot of it, a lot of anime, when it's not censored, is pretty graphic. It's like they don't hold back a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, they and, don't hold back. They don't hold back on the Funimation. Like they don't hold back shit. Everything. And that's that's actually why I see so that's why I've seen so many titles because when I found out, oh, I can actually get my hands on stuff that's not censored. Oh, uh-huh. I went crazy stupid getting anime and I probably should post a picture of how much anime I have. It's actually not even my room because I have so much. Yeah. Because fun story, I used to have it in my closet, and for whatever reason, one time my dad had to go in my closet. I don't even remember why, but he went to my closet. All of a sudden, I hear this loud avalanche, <laughs> and my dad's on the floor, <laughs> and all of my anime, which I didn't even like, really pay attention to how much I had, because I, you know, you're so used to stuff that you don't think about you it. You don't think about it, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, Again, I was I wasn't hiding it. It just that was the convenient spot. It's and- convenient spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Um, I remember what was it? Um, I remember a long time ago, like with Dragon Ball Z, and then you saw the the, the ocean version. And yeah, the the ocean version. There were like several different versions. Like the there was the ocean version, and then the Toei version, and then the Funimation dub. And I always watched, I was people like, like well, there's Kai. I was like, yeah, the, the Kai, but the Funimation dub is way better because it's more violent. You see a lot of stuff in the Funimation dub than you not see in the, um, in the Ocean dub. Because in the Ocean dub, like, you know, there's, you can tell the difference. Cause, right. Like when, when Vegeta said, like in the Ocean dub, it's literally like, he said, "We're gonna send you to another dimension." Like, nope, he doesn't say that. And in, in the in, in the Funimation dub, he was like, "I'm gonna send you to hell where you belong." You know, like like stuff like that. And like, for example, when Goku gets like 
gets the special being cannon in the stomach, you see that shit. You see him spit up blood. Like what? Yes. Like like you you like they literally go with it. Like you see everything. Like I, I tell people, Dragon Ball Z, it gets it gets it, gruesome. It get gruesome. Like there's th- that's the difference. There's a difference between the kids dub and then the. Fu- I tell people if you want to watch the the real per the if you want to get something, I would say if you want to get close as close to the as want to get close to as close to the animation, but still want to hear the Americanized version of it. The Funimation dub is probably the best dub. But if you want to like get it like all there and nothing nothing like I, I literally and, and a lot of people I grew well, so there's some people say you need to watch the sub. I agree hundred percent watch the sub because they will not cut out shit in the sub. But right. I, I don't have nothing against it. But if you want that like pure shit, you want it all hundred percent there, sub is where it's at because sub they're not pulling back nothing. Everything is there. They're not they don't give a fuck. Everything is there. They're not cutting out shit. And honestly, a lot of times that stuff makes the you know, if you're not into blood, I understand, but it actually kind of makes stuff make more sense because yeah. like with Tenchi, I remember there was this line where uh Ayaka and Ryoko are in their bathhouse and Sasami comes in and she says that it smells like I think she says something like feet and tea. And as a kid, I'm like, what does that smell like? <laughs> like, yeah. like that doesn't make any sense because tea actually smells good. I don't see how tea smells bad. Well, the line is, it smells like sake, Ooh. which is an alcohol. alcohol it's a nice. very strong yeah. alcohol, which that would have made way more, more sense. sense. Why she, why she had like she put her hand up to her nose and she was scrunching her face like it stunk. Yeah. And yeah, I know people got a stink feet. All right, yeah. but when she said feet and tea, what they were trying to say was sake, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm like, ah, oh, that, and also, you you see the boobaloos. They don't censor that out. You see boobaloos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's like the Funimation dub of uh, One Piece. You don't see Shanks get his, you don't see Shanks' arm get bit off. You don't right. see that shit. And you don't see the set, like the whole arm biting thing, like everything, like the whole his arm. You just see him pull, like that whole thing. You just see him pull Luffy, and that's it. There's nothing more about it. You don't see the arm. You don't see the sacrifice that he done. You just see Shanks saved me, and I was like, no. And I was like, what the fuck did Shanks do? And then I remember watching the Funimation dub. I was like, holy shit! Right, save up his arm to save that kid. What the fuck? It literally gives more depth to Shanks. And that's why I, when I argue, I remember when I was arguing for Shanks as a captain, that was what I was arguing for. Like, that guy is a guy that's going to risk his life to help you out. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and here's the thing about modern anime, which, granted, I kind of dropped off from because I think I've seen so much anime in my life. A lot of stuff just doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But... I mean, of course, there there are gems in there where I'm like, okay, okay, I see the appeal. Yeah, yeah. But um, I like how they're being a lot more open with what's really going on. Yeah, I know there's there's still stuff that's censored, but it's not as kidified. Censored. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not as kidified, and is they're getting more toward. I think I I attribute I attribute that to more so Tanami. Tanami. Yes. Tanami helped like literally showed that that. 
Tanami is a big stepping stone because I think if we don't get Tanami, I don't think we get a lot of Funimation shit. We don't get right. a lot of Funimation dubs because a lot of the Funimation shit came from Tanami, and Tanami literally helped them push that stuff in. And then we got Rising Sun, and then we got all that other stuff, and then eventually they know. I think Japan started. I think they started noticing that. You know, Americans love this shit, so that's when it started happening. And I think that's it, the community happening. Yeah, especially since, and people might not attribute this, but keep in mind this is also the same channel. This wasn't on Toonami per se, but it's from the same channel, Adult Swim. Yeah. Uh, this is the same channel that have boondocks that didn't censor a word. You heard the full N-word on that show. You heard it all. Yeah. In fact, I remember watching, or I was like half asleep, or I was in that state of I was falling asleep, but Boondocks was on. Yeah. And this was the first episode. This was the premiere episode. And I was right about to knock out. And then I heard Uncle Ruckus sing them no good in words over there. there. I said, what? Some hungry, happy ends. Oh my gosh. I My body popped up like uh, Jack in the Box. I'm like, what? Don't trust them. Me and my nephew sing that song every chance we get. <laughs> Don't trust them. We love Ruckus. We we caught, we quote a lot of Boondocks and people be wondering, what are y'all talking about, Boondocks? <laughs> Honest, honestly, that was a, such a good show. It was really a good show. It, gosh, that was such a well-made show, except for the last season. And <laughs> The, the last season, I saw what they were trying to do, but I was like, this isn't that type of show that you need to put drama in. There's a no- The whole cast is black. You don't need more drama. You don't need no more drama. And I, I understand it, and you can tell that the co- the creator was just like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, the uh, Aaron Magruder. He was he was there, but not really. Yeah, he wasn't there, really. He was like, I'm done. Like, and, and they were trying to say, well, we're going to try to revise it. And there was like, you're not revising this show because it's going to be shit. You gotta have, you gotta have John Witherspoon and you. R.I.P. R.I.P. John Witherspoon. We can't do it no more. Um, John Witherspoon was funny as hell, and I don't think nobody can capture what that motherfucker could do. And that man was funny as hell. I don't know how the hell he did it, but that man was just hold. He every time he on screen, I gotta laugh my ass off. He just has some. Like he did something about Mike Tyson. He sat there and said, Man, I wish you'd pay me to box. I'll hit a motherfucker right now. I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> He's like, he gonna do something with me. I'm gonna beat him. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. That dude. Oh, He's just a legend. He's like, a legend. That that's a, a respect R.I.P. for him because that dude is a forever legend. A forever legend. I, I feel he, I really thought he was up there with Richard Pryor and all of them. Everybody thinks he's. A, I put him up there with Richard Pryor and all of them other people. Yeah, I mean, and also like they were probably about the same age. He pops no, might have been older. Worked with Richard Pryor. That's the funny. Yeah, thing. he worked with Richard Pryor on the Richard Pryor show. I mean, he worked on a lot of stuff. I mean. I remember people were talking about Hollywood Shuffle. It made me want to watch Hollywood Shuffle. And I was like, <laughs> like he said, um, ho-, ho cakes, ho cakes, ho cakes, ho cakes. <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> it was have- what's so cool about him is even though, yeah, he was typecast, let's be honest, he was typecast as yeah. Pops, but he made that work. He made the role, he made it. 
Like, He's like, I don't care if I am typecast. Y'all still paying me, right? Well, no, no. Here's the funny thing. Um, like if you're talking about pops, I mean, you if you heard the story um from um Sean Wayne, Sean legit said when we were they were literally like planning the Wayne's brothers, and he told them when they did Hollywood Shuffle, they literally both looked at each other. He said, That's the guy we want to play our dads. That's the guy. They looked at him. They said, "That's the guy we want to play our dad," and that's why they got him. They they wanted him to play it. And then they had so many funny stories about how he would come to work with, and then he would literally like cut up a whole chicken and cook it and fry it up and <laughs> eat it up in front of everybody. He sat there to eat it up in front of everybody for lunch. <laughs> then they had Bill Bellamy. Bill Bellamy literally talked about how um. Talked about they were riding in the car and everybody was didn't have no um didn't have their seatbelts on and he was the only one only one that had the seatbelts on the only one that had seatbelt on and he looked at him he said he said why you put he said John why you put your seatbelt on he said look I said look if you if you seen the news lately y'all motherfuckers will be on the um first place news y'all ain't got your seatbelt on I'm gonna be the only one to be living around here click <laughs> everybody in that game he looked. <laughs> he had so many I, that man was so he has a he legit was so funny that that man literally had a YouTube channel where he cooked he yes. cooked and that shit was hilarious he I, actually did a crossover with, one of, with somebody I watched Dashy Games like he and uh he was yeah, on yeah. his show called Ghetto Chef yeah I remember that I seen that episode it and you be thinking that this man is just being funny. He's being funny, but he's actually making some fun shit, like good dishes. I'm yeah, because like, he he respected the entertainment. He was like, "Hey, I'm gonna make you guys laugh." Yeah, I mean, he had we, that, if if I'm here, we gonna have a good time. Yeah, I mean, well, well, he when he was on that cooking show, he was trying to be funny, but when he cooked, it was legit things that you could eat. It wasn't no bullshit. Right. But it's the right. way he presented himself. He literally had to kiss the chef. <laughs> had to kiss the chef. Face. Was it, it wasn't he like naked under the apron. Yeah, yeah. No, he had no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and that man was just cooking up a storm. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I <laughs> <laughs> chicken hot. He gets hot wings. Mad dog. 40. <laughs> Oh man, his, his passing that was like wow. It hurt. That one hurt. When I heard he died, I was like, no, not him. I was like, no. And then what made it worse was like what a few months later, Debo. It's like, no, <laughs> not Debo. Debo, like you're just killing everybody. <laughs> no, it was. I know it was. I remember when he died because it was legit. 2020. It was the year 2020. 2020 yes. when he died. It was 2020, and that's the year that everything sucked. They were killing everybody. That was the year everybody died. Everybody. Right. It, and it was worse when it was, like, people from, like, the same movie. It's like, it, ooh, don't ooh, you do it. Don't you do it. Everybody died. And then we thought, well, and then, then we were like, it's, it's funny. It's like, we got out of 20, went into 2021, and it was like, all right, all right, well, Got, it was January. I remember it was January. I was like, well, we got through 2020. All right, we're good. Anybody else that's famous that, that we don't want to die? You know, we got some people that we still got some people. Yeah, we got some good ones still around. We're still around. And then Betty White died. I was like, damn it. Oh, that that one made me throw something. I'm like, no, you didn't. 
You took that woman before her 100th birthday? No, you couldn't have waited? It was only like two weeks. You could death. You could not have waited two weeks. Who would let the woman get her 100th birthday? Nope. Death was just killing it in 2020. Woman was filming her 100 year special. You yeah, could man. not have waited. Yeah, she was getting ready to do it. It's like, oh, my birthday's up. Let me do my. No, nope, nope. She died. And then I was looking at Betty White. Is Betty White still there? Died of a heart attack. What? Damn it. <laughs> That that's the same Grim Reaper who took out Michael Jackson because Michael was prepared for a show <laughs> three weeks three weeks before he was supposed to go on stage. Like, yep, we're taking him too. Like you could not have waited. Like one week. <laughs> also, why you take him? Take the doctor. <laughs> you took the wrong. It's that same dude who probably dropped the, the Mortal Kombat script. He yeah. dropped the who needs to die papers. Yeah, yeah. Damn, it was that 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 I I, I tell it like it is. Twenty twenty sucks. Twenty twenty was the year where everything was just bad. Okay, I told my friend because uh, this was probably like six months in where it, like it was like oh gosh stuff is not getting any better. Um, I was like, doesn't this remind you of when two thousand nine happened where there was like a, like a whole like week where it was like. Three or four people, celebrities were dying. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was Ed McMahon, Michael Jackson, Farrah Fawcett. It's like, what's going on? What is going on here? Yeah. What's going on here? That's what I was thinking. Like, it, like my 2020 was like, this is how 2020 started because um, I remember it because I remember uh, 2020. I remember it like it was yesterday because 2020. Um, we got through. We got was like they were talking about COVID, and I remember because they just we just got over. We were talking about COVID, and they were talking about that. And then that March, that March, that March, they were talking about that's when we started getting into isolation. And yeah, then 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 we got on like two weeks of isolation. Like it was mid March. We went two weeks of isolation. I went to church that Sunday. This is my this is how it started. Went to church. Nobody like it was Easter. Nobody went to church on Easter. Wow. I'm not done yet. <laughs> that night, for the first time in my state, we had a tornado hit our whole set city. A tornado hit our city. Oh my goodness. Devastated <laughs> our city. Like devastated. Like we it was like my my whole neighborhood was like a war zone. Like really bad like everything in my my whole my whole city was like a war zone like there was trees down power lines down and then we had to help people it it almost made me cry that's what that that's when i knew what from that point from the end of the year i was like this is not going to be a good year this is going to be one of those bad years <laughs> yeah that that's how we were up here with the black lives matter movement <laughs> Oh my gosh. And again, I, I'm very much for black people. I do believe in Black Lives Matter. Mostly. And I say mostly because I'm not a fanatic. Okay. Right. But I, of course, I definitely agree and acknowledge that things need to change. Yeah. But um, for those of you who to go over that line where you are carrying around guns, check yourself because yeah. uh, that defeats your purpose. Yeah, hundred percent. 
but and that's what was happening up here where uh there was a black lives matter movement that was going behind my house and they had straight up shotguns machine guns it's like uh um hold, hold up <laughs> <laughs> Man. Again, I I'm for the movement. I'm not for that part You're of the movement. Not for the violence because that defeats the purpose. Exactly. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, we gotta we gotta end this show because we if we keep this going, we're we're about to be on three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like we could I, I I'm not gonna lie on this. We could continue talking. We could probably do a four hour show right here. Oh, I I'm ready to go. See, I, I understand. This that. is how I am. Like when when there's no chaos. Look, this is how I am. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. people who who watch me on the podcast, yeah, I'm wacky. We're- but I'm not always wacky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll get you on another time because, like I said, we like damn. I don't know how long Sam Clock gonna let me put some stuff up. But we will definitely gonna get you on. Well, how about this? I'm gonna put this as part one. Okay, I kind of thought you were gonna do one. that. Like, this is this is this is Miss Guys. Just let you know, this is Miss Part One. We're gonna do a part two because <laughs> we definitely got to get on for a part two because. <laughs> There's so much more shit we got to talk about. Because yeah, you can hear the stories about how I actually embarrassed myself in front of every celebrity I've ever met, ever. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much shit we could talk about. Like, we talked to Penguin, Penguin, Penguin Story, and we'll talk about that. There's so much more shit. I didn't even talk about music with her. We 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 started off like, if you sing, if you listen to the show, we you could tell this is just literally us having a conversation, like. <laughs> We talked about food, and we went from food to movies, from movies to games, and I wasn't even going to talk about anime, but I was like, fuck it, let's talk about anime, and we just went into it. We just, we went into it, so. This and is that, it. honestly, because that is my stuff right there, that could be its own, like, five-hour podcast. Five-hour, yeah, yeah, that's the reason why I wanted to keep it short. That's the reason we got to do a part two, because I know there's more shit she got to talk about with anime, so. Uh, but, Miss, um, what you got to plug? Honestly, just find me on Twitter, Cabinets, Anapedia, and I don't think I ever explained why. That actually has to do with the fact that I love anime so much, because my friend was like, you're like the the uh, anime version of Wikipedia. And so I'm like, huh, Anapedia! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Um... Um, you can come follow me at Tampa Book Fair eighty eight. Um, if you would like to be on this podcast, let me know. We would love to come come follow me at Tampa Bay Book Fair eighty eight and tell me I want to be on the GF one lounge. Or if you're on, or go to GG Game Fixers and go follow me there, and I'll tell you there. But um, this has been really. I, I'm not gonna lie. This is a fun show. This has been a fun show. Um, uh, I'm waiting for the one with Zach on it. I want to hear the the Zach podcast. Oh, no, don't worry. Zach is like me and Zach probably gonna talk. I have a feeling that's gonna go another three hours. We we like I said, I if, if I put any like I, I met with with Chris and Owl. Chris and Owl like to condense your stuff. Well, me and Chris, no offense, me and Chris would probably go for another three hours or four. Oh, Chris, Chris is my boo boo. You guys know that he is my oh, boo. Yeah. We'll definitely get you. We'll definitely do stuff in pairs. We'll try to get people in pairs and different people and like. This this show is literally just about not being chaotic, just having a blast, just talking. You know, unlike the GF One podcast where 
It's all about chaos and it's squid games. It's squid games for arguments. Squid games for arguments, like little squid games. Like, yes. If you leave, just how much money you will lose. Zero dollars. Somebody going down. You're gonna fight for no money? Yes. Because it's not about the money, it's about being right. I'm a sick fuck and I like it. Alright, this has been a real fun episode. I didn't expect, yeah, this was fun. I did not expect it to go this long. I am not going to lie to you. I was like, no way we're going to go past like 4 o'clock. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it didn't even feel like it did it. Yeah, it feel like it feel like this feels like a two hour show, but when I kept looking at the clock, oh shit, it's about like it's literally about dark outside. And I was like, wow, it, it, it's really like this has been that's how fun, how much fun we're having. We're just talking, having fun. I legit went into the other room to get my phone because I was just wanted to make sure nobody trying to call me because I was trying to another room because I was like, let me go in the other room because I feel like this is gonna go on a little bit longer and. Yeah, this has been fun. Um, guys, we got let me let we gotta get this podcast, guys. This has been a good show. Um, make sure you come make sure you come listen to other stuff. Um we're like I said, we're stockpiling these episodes. Um and when we when, it, when this becomes live, hopefully you'll enjoy this just as much as we did. I'm Matt, this is Miss, my guest. Um, join us next time as we come back for another episode of the GF1 Lounge. Same time, same channel, same GF1. We'll see you next time. Um, and make sure you pe- make sure all you people keep playing video games, keep doing good things, and be yourselves. We'll see you next time. Johnny. Hey, you want to listen to Chip watch Chef One live? Well, I got the site for you. Make sure you go to YouTube and click Cheat Go Click D Game Fixers on YouTube or GF One Studios on Twitch, or you can go to Facebook and look at GF One. Just look up GF One anywhere, and you'll get our content live. I'm telling you guys, it's worth the time. Go watch it. Go watch our stuff. It's going to be fun. We're even funny when you look at us through the camera. It's even more hilarious. And I promise you, you'll get more laughter by watching this more than you listen to us. Also, make sure you go, if you are, you're a fan, make sure you go, um, you go follow our, go follow us at GG Gang Fixers. And if you want our mini stuff, our mini videos, our background videos, Make sure you go follow our TikTok at GF1 Studios. Thanks for listening. Be good. Be make sure you um keep playing video games and be yourself, people. We'll see you.